1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
4: A good morning everybody. A happy, happy sports Saturday to all across the nation. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy. Anthony Gargano coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios where 15 minutes can save you 15% more. Car insurance, you visit geico.com for a free rate quote. After last night, LeBron at the brink, blowing a 17-point lead at Indiana. They dominated the first half 57-40, to only to score 33 points in the second half. Below the lead, below basically the series, and an outman Cavs team now staring up at 3 1 deficit to Indiana and losing LeBron forever. Good morning, Big Link.
5: 3 1. Did, did I miss a game? Uh, it's 2 1.
4: Excuse me, two one. Good morning, Captain. Like How you doing, one. brother? Yeah, it I know. Felt, it felt like three one to me. But <laughs> I felt on, like man? that that lo- that was a twice loss for me.
5: Oh, I hear you. I hear you. That was a double L for me. Look, it's it's, it's you blow that
4: lead. You're you're That's a big hole, my man. There's no doubt about
5: it. To me, it's it's quite simple. LeBron's you know when LeBron had the ball in his hands, he was unstoppable. I mean, he was scoring left and right, scoring at will, and. We've said it all along. My my only issue with the Cavs and, and and LeBron is that how long can you do this? Because typical LeBron, like we've seen throughout his career, he's always tried to get his teammates involved. When he's been doubled or they're trying to get the ball out of his hands, he passes it, and then his other teammates weren't supporting it, couldn't do it. And and what what it was clear in the day that. J.R. Smith, when he got that rebound to end the game, the last to close out the game, he wasn't passing that ball. He had two people wide open. LeBron was covered somewhat, but he had a man right down straight in front of him. He wasn't looking to get rid of the ball. He was looking to put it up because he wanted to be the hero. And that's just the type of personality I feel J.R. Smith has. So you have those issues like that and they're, they're not as fluid or not hitting like they used to. Um, then you struggle like they did in the second half of that game.
4: Well, you, you just can't have J.R. Smith and Kyle Corver. Combined for eight points. That's right. You need we help. Can't. I mean, Korver plays twenty minutes and doesn't score. He, they, like they kill. It. We talk about secondary scoring besides LeBron and Kevin Love, and and they just have none. Yep. And I don't know. Like, look, Link. I mean, the, uh, I expected either Hood, the Clarkson, to kind of step up to be the secondary perimeter guy. You know, and and they're just not there. I mean, you know, both those guys. I mean, you know, have been inconsistent from downtown. Um, they just they don't have enough. I mean, when they don't play deep, like they need J.R. Smith in there to play defense, but he can't give you any offense. Oh, any offense, right? And you're, and you're you know it's it's a bad mix. It's just a bad mix of players. And you know, again, I, I don't see it. I don't. I don't think they beat Indiana. I, th- I think we said it as much last week that this Indiana team was going to push them. I mean, I, you know. Look, I'm
5: right there with you. I mean, the the fact is that we saw the matchup coming in. Cleveland hasn't been the team that they've been in the past, and I think you know coming into the season was just a foregone conclusion to think that we were going to see the Warriors and Cleveland in the finals again. But now there are a number of things that interrupted. Most importantly, that like Cleveland's not a complete team. Now, I'm still not ready to totally count them out because they do have LeBron James, and they still are able to come in the series. There's still games left to be played. Yeah, but
4: he's got to score 42 to win. That's what happens. And he's, he's, done, that he's done that
5: before. He's done that before. He has yeah, to do it, do it again. You can do that four times. That, that, see, that's, that's my theory, but I'm not ready to count it out because I've seen him turn it on, like last night even. Last night he turned it on. Last night he was unstoppable. And when he had the ball in his hands, it didn't matter where he was shooting. He was putting down threes. Now, if I'm Indiana and and I have a, a lead. until yeah, the third of... quarter
4: and he couldn't have shot in the
5: third well, quarter. Well, yeah, well, I mean, then, yeah, he was cold in the third quarter. I'm talking about in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter when he had the ball in his hands. You know, he's he's always been trying to put the facilitator and saying get the ball out of his hands when he's been doubled or teams will cr- close down on him, try to get his teammates involved. Uh, look, Lou's going to have to do a better job of clo- coaching defense. By the way, he's not,
4: a, he's not a good coach, I know.
5: Well, you he know, he's over his head. This is LeBron's team. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. But, but he he's going to have to come up with some ways to get the ball out of Oladipo's hands because the Pacers seen the fizzle when the ball gets out of the early in their half court offense. They have, they have no con- continuity.
4: No, I, I, you know, again, yeah, you know, we, we saw game two. He needed his superhuman effort. And even mm-hmm. then they came back. Indiana came back. There was no doubt in my mind they were coming back last night. Now, I don't know if they were going to win, but I swore they were to come back to at least make it a sweat just like they did in game two. Yeah. Well, everybody makes their runs. You, you
5: expect but, that. Yeah,
4: but, no, but, but they're not good. They're, Cleveland isn't good enough to go run and hide.
5: No. They're not. They're not.
4: No. They're and, not and enough. No. This is the first round. They're done. And then he's done because he's going to leave. <laughs> well there's no doubt in my mind is there any doubt in your mind that he leaves I, I would like to think so you already know how I feel about that no but look you, you look around and he looks around that roster and goes I'm not spending my, the twilight years of my career with playing with those guys Again, talking about best, bums
5: you're the best player in the game you can bring people to you
4: not when you're not when you have a salary cap rules
5: well, well.
4: and you got nothing to work with I mean, I, you know, Link. I mean, that's that's just a bad mix, man. Oh, I agree. It's,
5: a, it's been a bad mix for a while. And we thought that it was coming together with the, the after the trade, they got younger. We thought it was coming together. We saw flashes of them playing better, nowhere to the level that they were the last couple of years when they were
4: in the finals. I but mean, let's face it, Kyrie Irving is a great player. Yeah, yeah. So you never want to trade when you're trading the better player, the best player in the trade, right? I can't, I, I can't disagree with that. All right. Yeah, I mean, so I look at it and go, all right, well, you know, you're, there's a ceiling. Now, the rest of the Eastern Conference is just fascinating. So a couple of bounce backs for you last time as well. Washington all over Toronto in the game three. And the same thing with Milwaukee against Boston. Kind of expected, right? Game three, yeah, where you back come in the home-,
5: home. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. And the NBA it's 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 one of those things that have always perplexed me when watching it because a team the home team could look so dominant and usually you know most odds makers or people give you a couple of points for being at home nowhere to the level where you're blowing somebody out in the playoffs to double digits unless they're completely out and we know especially with Boston and, and and Washington this is not a typical 1-8 series you see the typical 1-8 series on the west between Houston and Minnesota, that's what you see in, in that instance. But in this one, it's not a typical one. And all of a sudden, you know, for what it's worth, yesterday the Wizards came alive and 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 really put a spanking
4: down. I mean, so
5: uh,
4: you know, yeah. But is it the I hate to use the, the term because it's such an ugly term, but it's it, I've always looked at game threes when you when you when the lesser team comes back and win a, and wins a game three you know, the dead cat bounce comes to mind, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that what it, isn't? It strikes me that way with Washington. Right. I mean, as good as... I, I like Washington. They're not an 8 seed. That's not a typical 8 seed. Obviously, playing without John Wall the whole time, push them down to an 8 seed. That's a good team. But I think Toronto is legitimate. And Milwaukee, Boston is fascinating. I don't think Milwaukee... Has the chops to beat Boston? No,
5: no, they don't. Because aside from the Greek Freak, you know, everyone else, they just doesn't have the overall firepower. It's not going to come from Middleton on a consistent basis. So in the past, uh, Oladipo has done everything he could. Not Oladipo. I mean, uh, the Greek Freak has done everything he could to uh, to keep his team involved and keep his team close. But you know, he he's like the LeBron scenario. He can only do so much. He's going to have to have
4: support. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, but but again, he, you know, I just find a a, a softness about Milwaukee. You know, there's just something about them that I don't think they can they can grit out a win. Well, you'd have to have more consistent play out of Bledsoe. A series wins.
5: Yeah, about. yeah, yeah.
4: Anyway, a, a very interesting, fun night. We'll get into it. We'll get into the Cavs. And we'll set you up for today. Four more games today, Big Link. Uh huh. Including ha, 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 ha. game four, the Bully Ball down in Miami. Now you're talking uh-huh. about strappy series. Yeah, some it has some tempers
5: flaring that last that last game. Yeah, I got some thoughts on that. <laughs> the Pelicans looking to sweep Portland. Portland can't win a playoff series. My, oh my God! God, all right. Man. I did not see it coming, man. I thought oh, they were losing gonna...
4: it. I thought they were going to win this series. Oh, and Miritich man. and Rondo are the are the, the difference for Anthony yeah. Davis to lean yeah. on.
5: How about that? How about Rondo finding a second life? Huh? I know. And oh. is nasty. Oh, both,
4: those, both those guys <laughs> were with the Bulls last yep. year. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, Rockets look to whitewash Minnesota they're really really good and we'll find out what kind of chops OKC has going into Utah for game three so lots of good stuff lots of good storylines in the NBA that we will get to and Lincoln we are close to the NFL draft oh, is that coming out is that close in front of me right here L- oh, l- l- listen to this!
5: Oh, here the notebook pages turning. There it
4: is. Oh gosh! Hear <laughs> that? That's my our lads' guide. Oh gosh! Fresh <laughs> off the presses, baby. NFL Draft 2018. I got everything you know need to know.
6: Oh yes!
4: Come on, baby. <laughs>
5: Come with me, Big Link. That and the NFL schedule being released this week, I already know. We're going to need
4: seven hours to do this show. Because the NFL schedule is the greatest. I was getting ripped. I need to talk to you later, uh, coming up. Because I was getting ripped about the NFL schedule. I love the NFL schedule. Oh, brother. We're going to go through every game. <laughs> every single game. W's and L's. All right? You know, oh. it's your, it's your, it's your local duty. If you do oh. local radio, I do to go through your team schedule and put W's and L's against it. Oh. Even though it's the most, it's the biggest waste of time. It's <laughs> True the, story. It's <laughs> the greatest exercise ever. It's the blast. <laughs> greatest <Right>? exercise ever. <laughs> it is. I love it. It's the fun. It's most fun for something oh. as meaningless and impossible and really baseless. There's nothing you can base yeah. the W's and L's off in April, right. in April, but it's the, it's the best. And so we will take it to the next level, and we will do W's and L's for the whole NFL season. Oh, we just
5: gave our show three weeks of content.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah, baby! Oh, yeah! We're the fellas. We're just getting started. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You don't want to miss it. Game day with the fellas. Fox Sports Radio, and this segment is brought to you by Granger.
5: The products and the services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to keep your facility running. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Coming to you live. Having some fun. Uh, you know, we're going to break down uh, the draft. And there's there's always that time, cuz, where it seems like that, that uh, clandestine, ultimately clandestine game of spy versus spy. Where general managers and organizations put out feelers to throw people off. To try to get a guy to drop. To possibly increase the trade value. All that other stuff that goes on. Around this time, it's a, it's a chess game between 32 general managers and no one carries the most weight than the teams that are in the top 10, of course. Uh, but it is what it is. There's a lot of rumors circulating about the quarterbacks.
4: Let me ask you this right off the top of your head. That's yeah, funny. Cause Baker Mayfield rising to the top,
5: rising to the top. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this uh, out of the four quarterbacks. Who do you think the one is most likely to drop? Cause one of them going to drop Rosen. Interesting. I think it's Allen. All right. Okay. Yeah? yeah, I do. How come? I think that if 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 Cleveland goes with Darnold and not Allen, I don't see I don't see the Giants or the Jets really wanting Allen. I I see them going elsewhere, and I think most uh, likely you wouldn't be... see the
4: Giants going after Allen.
5: No, I I think they go after Rosen or 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 you know trade back so one of those other teams could get up there like buffalo or miami or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Allen, but everything's contingent off that first pick as always.
4: Yeah, no it is. It's funny how Baker Mayfield is is such a they they love him cuz you Baldi, would love him too. I was funny to you get know, Brian Baldinger um a great great analyst at NFL Network those college games on Fox and and uh, friend of the show. I was with him the other day and he's always been a huge Baker Mayfield guy.
5: Well, he's just and, been a winner.
4: Yeah, yeah. He's
5: been a winner. When he, when it's come down to, you look at his career, you look at the, the things that he was putting over in Oklahoma, you can say what you want about the outcome, not hoisting up the national treasure and trophies, whatever. That's neither here nor there for me right now because it's not an overall, uh, you know, uh, binder or deal, deal, deal secure. My thing is this, is that it, when I had a chance to speak with him and talk with him, I, his personality was radiant. I mean, he, he had that look of wow, confidence great that you want, you want as a quarterback. Yeah. You want somebody who is not only charismatic, radiant, you want somebody to command a huddle. And I, I got that sense. I got that sense, you know, looking across, I mean, looking at him, if I was in a huddle playing, blocking for him, that I believe that he could get it done if I protected yeah. him. And, and that's, that's what I see.
4: That's a great point. Radiant's a great word too. He does have a, uh, he does got a big personality, man. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He really does. Big personality. You know, he's got that, you know, he's got that bigger-than-life kind of thing. Now, again, right. what do you think size-wise?
5: Well, I mean, look, we can put our own personal feelings on side size when it comes to it, but, uh, you know... Wilson is, you know, Russell Wilson up in Seattle has shown us that he can do it. And, you know, uh, Drew, I'm not saying that he's on Drew Brees' level passing-wise, but, I mean, Drew Brees, look at his career. These are not bigger guys that have excelled at the game. And I don't think that's worth. it's overlooked because we're not necessarily, even though there were a lot of general managers that would prefer a pure pocket passer, I don't think we live, the game is that way right now. I just don't. It's not that way. If Russell Wilson can make a career so far over the last couple of years out of improvising in big plays, anything's possible.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what's your take on Mason Rudolph and the meteoric—not meteoric, but uh, you know—he's he's certainly risen, uh, and a lot of people think that the Giants could be after Mason Rudolph at thirteen. I like I like Mason Rudolph for the main
5: reason that he is under the radar. Because here's the thing, I still think there are parts of him that need to develop, especially for a pro-caliber game. And because he's not considered one of the top four, he'll have a chance to develop. Somebody will pick him up and sit him down and get him behind, groom yeah, him. You know Buffalo, I meant Buffalo to say Buffalo at
4: thirteen. Yeah, well, I mean, um, well, even even Buffalo because they've got a temporary. Well, Buffalo you know, thirteen, right? And that's yeah. where, and that's where it's funny because Buffalo's got a lot of picks, mm-hmm. and they're look obviously looking for a quarterback. And there's a lot of pointing that they like Mason Rudolph a lot. Yeah, makes sense. Giants uh, could be they could go Quentin Nelson, who you love, Mm -hmm. and who is the guard from Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. and then come back and get their quarterback at 34, and that could be a Lamar Jackson like sitting there. Yeah, yeah, a real nice kind of a good project to work with. You know, because look, you know Lamar Jackson is a stud, and right. uh, you know you just get him used to it. You get him used yeah. to it. You build them up, and you, you you know again you send him over to film study and go here you go son let's go yeah you know immerse yourself because Eli's got you know one more year and then you're going to play next year
5: yeah I, my thing is this is that even though I am loving Nelson I don't you wouldn't use the number two pick for him. Um, I think you would trade back and get multiple picks because I think he'll be available later in the top 10, if you will. Um, but again, if if I'm the Giants, I I like to think this way. If I'm the Giants, there are either, there are two picks that I definitely want to go with. I either want to go with Chubb or I want to go with Saquon Barkley. Those are two different maker difference makers that are available in the top five.
4: See, Cleveland's got to, you got to take Barkley or Cleveland. Yeah, you know, Cleveland will blow
5: it. They'll go for a quarterback. Just make sure to make sure they make the right choice of quarterback.
4: No, I think you gotta well, I think you I think they're gonna I think they're actually gonna become a story. I smell I them rising from the ashes.
5: I, I I say this and I've said this all along. I said if I'm Cleveland, I go for Saquon Barkley because one of my quarterbacks are going to be there. If I'm not in love with Sam Darnold, there are a number of teams I've heard from the Giants to the Jets to even Buffalo that are in love with Sam Darnold that are re- really ready to 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 try to drossle if they can for Sam Darnold. Um, but if, if I'm the, if I'm the Browns and I'm not totally in love with Sam Darnold, he doesn't do it for me. Say you have it close between Darnold, Allen, and Rosen and whomever, even Baker Mayfield. Um, I take the best player in the draft, which is Saquon Barkley, and then come uh-huh. back at number four and, and take the pickings, what's there.
4: Yeah. Because, by the way, you're still t- picking in front of Denver. Mm hmm. I mean, look, you got the Jets are going to take, well, who do the Jets take? Baker Mayfield? Whoever falls, yeah, it's either it's right. either um, they like Baker to, Mayfield, yeah, right, yeah. So they take Baker. Let's just say let's go with it, right. So Jets take Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. and then you're coming back at four, and even if something happened and Denver leapfrogged you, um, and and traded with the Giants and got, you know, and, and say they took, well, let's say the Broncos took Donald. They love Donald. So, like I so they took Darnold and at two, and the Jets at three go Baker Mayfield. And then, so you're sitting there and you're going, All right, I got Rosen. I got Allen. Mm-hmm. Which one do I want? Or even Mason Rudolph, if that's the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. And, and I take, you know, and then I got my quarterback. Because I, I, you know, to me, it's gonna, a lot of it's going to be on development with those kids. I like yeah. Rosen's attitude, I think mm-hmm. Rosen is smart. Mm -hmm. see to me I'll tell you one thing it's funny because I know that some of these scouts view it as a negative if you're well-rounded deep uh, kind of individual so Sam Rosen some of the knock on Sam Rosen does he love football enough does he have other things on his brain like to me you can never go wrong particularly quarterback drafting the smartest guy I would drink the most intelligent dude. Yeah. Because the most intelligent dude is going to, is going to be able to, to pick up defenses and see what he says and pick up the system. I I mean, dude, I, 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 let me tell you something. I've seen it with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a brilliant, forget about as a quarterback and the physical tools. The dude's a, a, a smart, smart guy. Brilliant guy. And I've seen the kind of impact he's had on our offense. Like, even when he got hurt, he had a huge impact in game plan and and everything with that team. And as they win the Super Bowl, and so to me, I gotta go. Now he's special because he he combines uh, great intelligence with amazing desire. Right. But like the, like to me, Josh Rosen, I, I got no problem with Josh Rosen because I think Josh Rosen's smart.
5: Well, well, I, I I will say this, you know, when we're throwing out these mock drafts, if for example, um, Cleveland does say go Saquon Barkley, there will be a big time clamoring for Sam Darnold. There are a number of teams, including the Giants, that might go Sam Darnold. The problem ultimately yeah. is if you go for him at number two, you might be forced to play him early if Eli struggles the slightest bit. Well, listen, if I'm the
4: Giants and Sam Darnold sitting there too. I don't. That, not, not, should I take him? Yeah, no. I take him. And if and I'm, I'm Cleveland, and again Donald's off the board, and then comes Baker Mayfield off the board, mm-hmm. and then you know because here's the risk. Like you look at it at four, and you go, well, all right, you know, then give me Josh Rosen. I'm happy. I got. I walk no. away with Saquon Barkley and Josh Rosen. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Let, let's let let's do this because we have a Clevelander that we need to talk to. He's not a bar. He's a human being. But first, let us find out what's trending and bring in the other fellas. This one we missed over the last couple weeks.
3: He, of course, is the great Figgy. Good to be back, fellas. How we doing? Where you been, man? All oh, been around, brother. Been here, been there, moving around the ship a little bit. Still around, but not with the fellas. It's never the same unless, with, uh, unless I'm with you guys. I so.
4: know, man. I, I don't like it. The, the schedule makers need to consult with us.
3: Before I, they take you away, man. I don't like. I don't like no fig. I put up a stink, brother. But you know, I can only do so much. I can only do I so know, much. So we try. So I feel, so you, so I feel our, you. Our resident Clevelander may want to hold down the bar the way things are going so far here in these playoffs for his uh, for his team. The Pacers getting a ninety two to ninety victory over Cleveland to increase their lead to two games to one in the best-of-seven series. Indy actually trailed by as many as 17 points in that game. Bojan Bogdanovich, how about that? 30 points on 11 of 15 shooting from the, the field. unconscious. It was unbelievable. Victor Oladipo, by the way, 18 points as well. Indy, by the way, 3-0 at home so far this season against Cleveland and 5-2. What so do they, you think? Yeah, they've had their number all season long. So uh, we'll see what happens as the rest of this series uh, plays out. Other Eastern Conference action on Friday night, by the way, the Bucks. All over the Celtics in Milwaukee, 116-92. to Chris Middleton, 23 points. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 19 points and 6 assists. Milwaukee shot 57% from the field against one of the best defensive teams in the entire league. And, of course, the Wizards in the nation's capital getting themselves a 122-103 to victory over the Toronto Raptors. Raptors lead that series now two games to one as John Wall and Bradley Beal, the all-star backcourt, each Scoring 28 points. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Stanley Cup playoffs, the Penguins now lead their series over the Flyers three games to two after Philly notched a 4-2 to victory over the Penguins. Minnesota Wild now eliminated from the postseason as the Winnipeg Jets notch a 5 nothing shutout victory and the Avalanche with a 2-1 victory over the Nashville Predators. Nashville leads that series three games to two in Major League Baseball. The Nationals beat the Dodgers in Los Angeles 5-2 to behind nine strikeouts by Max Scherzer who outduel Clayton Kershaw and how about the Red Sox on fire now 17-2-9 and 9-2. 9-1 on the road. They Shh, notch a seven. They don't, lose. Hey, they don't. I don't know if they're going to lose the remainder of the season. Lost opening day and have only lost once since then. That's insane. Seven to three over the A's, gentlemen. Thank you, brother. Appreciate yep. it. Figgy. Good time now
4: for the fellas to introduce the crew. Of course, this is Lincoln Kennedy. I'm Anthony Gargano. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% more in car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for that free rate quote. Our producer is a Clevelander. Yes, that's right. He is the Clevelander that you'll find on South Beach. He is, of course, Michael Mayer. Triple M, we call him. What do you say, Triple M? Hey, hey boys. How you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, before we, we're gonna get back to it because I hear the thinness in your voice.
7: <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, the other night. I mean, last night, guys, it felt like I got drop kicked in the face. That was, yeah, that was rough. In
4: the face. In the
7: face. I took a shot. In the
4: face.
7: Yeah. I. It's not over yet. In the but, face. In the face. And, 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 and also. I owe an apology to the Indiana Pacers, because I feel like I kind of completely disrespected them last week by saying the Cavs would win in five. I knew Oladipo was good, and I knew this team was good, but man, I I, I didn't expect Boyan Bogdanovich... Game 1 to,
4: was the telltale sign. Oh, no, it, it,
7: well, because, I mean, you and I were talking about this off-air, and like the story of the season for the Cavs has been their defense. Their defense has actually right. been pretty good in this series. Actually, they've held them under a hundred every single game in this series. And in the well, first the
4: Pacers, all also aren't exactly the. Sixers. No, they
7: no, they aren't. I mean, they're not. They're not one exactly. of the, the. They they play at a slower pace, and they don't. They don't exactly go out there and bomb threes like the 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 Sixers do in hitting 18-3s. By the way, you guys look amazing right now. And that series, I thought, was going to be kind of a war, and that Game 3 was fun. But then once Joel Embiid got in there and took over, whoo! I mean, that team is scary, man. <laughs> but uh, with the Cavs... Like, oh, the- I'll, I'll gush in a little while. No, I know. No, no, it's I'll, not my I'll, time I'll yet. Leave, I'll, leave, I'll leave a little bit of the gushing It's not you. my time yet. Right, exactly. I know. Right, we'll, we've, we've got four hours to make. I, uh-huh. got, I got plenty of time to torture you. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Cavs' defense, and especially in the first half of that game, was phenomenal. And the, their offense, they, were, they scored 57 points. They ended up scoring 90. They scored 33 in the second half. And... You even said it in the first segment, Ant, Ty Lue is not a good coach because Nate McMillan made adjustments to what the Cavs were doing well. That third quarter was an atrocity. What did they score, 12 or 14 points? It was an atrocity. 12 points, yeah. Yeah, it was an atrocity of, of offensive basketball. They couldn't run a set play. It, it, nobody was making a shot. None of these guys are stepping up, and LeBron basically has to do everything, so... What oh, poor Lebron no 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 and and I know poor, that's poor, the, no, it, it 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 always comes back to that, and what I'm hoping for secretly well not secretly, I mean, and I think what a lot of Cleveland fans are hoping for is that this is uh somebody steps up like booby Gibson, you guys remember that from ten years yeah, ago, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. you get like a guy who drops Boobie thirty Gibson. in a couple games and, and gets them,
4: but yeah, they're struggling. No, the I fr- know you're right, I mean, look at that that's the point, but by the way, like did you hear post game when LeBron said? He was asked a question like, is there anything you can tell your, like some of the role players that where they can play above their pay grade? Did you hear that question? <laughs> I did not hear that one. I mean, I had, right.
5: I had to shut it down because I had to get some rest for the
4: show, but yeah, I, you don't know, play I, I don't play. <laughs> but LeBron's answer was, I'm not going to let you rip us apart and all this other stuff. I'm not that kind of guy. You want me to throw my, my teammates under the bus? Tri- triple M play. Do me a favor. Get that. Here he is. This is LeBron. What are you guys looking for? You guys think I'm gonna throw my teammates under the bus? No, I'm I'm not about that. Guys, just got to play better, including myself. I had six was turnovers that? a night. I was horrible in the third quarter. Was make that a throw shot. to the bus type you know, of question? Make some better plays in the third quarter. Well, look, I don't when, think when the when the throw to the bus question.
5: No, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a throw to the bus question. But I can understand where, why he took it that way. Because I got to feel if I'm LeBron James and I've heard this before, this record played over and over again, if the ball is not in my hand in the closing seconds of a close game, what did I do wrong? And why why didn't I have the help?
4: Uh, Okay. You know what I mean? There's there's
7: also guys there's 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 some things that just drive me crazy about LeBron because he is so physically imposing and this happened when they were playing Golden State over the past couple years. He is so physically imposing and nobody can match up with him really and what drives me the most nuts is he'll get in an isolation situation run the clock down to about seven or eight seconds and just take a fadeaway 17 footer like you can get to the rim at will. What I don't understand sometimes is like, and especially in that third quarter where he wasn't hitting anything, nobody was hitting anything. Like, if you're going to get your guys going, attack, attack, attack. That's what you you do. I don't know if it was something to do because Bogdanovich did did a pretty good job of minimizing the
4: coach Triple M. Yeah, yeah Get I, up and get in LeBron's no, grill. Well, because it's it's <laughs> no, and,
7: and this isn't just something that's been going on this year. This has been something that's been. I, almost his entire career, especially when he obviously c- when he's back with the Cavs. Obviously, I'm I'm watching ca- every Cavs game and I'm seeing these things. And I'll just see him get into these isolation situations and just run the clock down and take a fadeaway jumper. It's like, yeah, you can make that, but you can also get to the rim.
4: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it, he's he's a great. He pod- can get he to the rim know, well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I
7: yeah. know yeah, he can get to the rim. It's just like, but especially when your team is struggling like they were in the third quarter and yeah, you're I mean, taking fadeaway. He, yeah, it's, yeah not mean, you know. a. it's not good offense. It's not good offense. Yeah.
4: All right. Uh let us go to another member, the fifth member of our crew. And it's again we're the fellas. And he is uh oh, he's got a new Twitter handle. Yes. That you should know. I heard it from Jonas. Yeah. I love I love Jonas. He's uh Don't he's terrific. We all. Jonas Knox is awesome. Comes on before the fellas. He's a great listen. Make sure you're always listening to Jonas. He
0: calls you guys uh he calls himself the undercard to uh, the main event. Yeah, no the no, fellas, no no. no. The That's
5: fellas. not true. No, that's not true. No, yeah, not even close. We are. We, uh, we are we're. we're okay. We bow out of him. It's co. radio supremacy. It's, that's it's
4: right. co. Uh but we love Jonas and we love you,
0: Iowa Sam, and uh, your new well, Twitter you. handle. Yes, I just wanted to make it a little more reflective of uh, what I'm known on the air, uh, and so I'm Iowa Sam 99 at Iowa Sam 99. So there you go,
4: Iowa Sam 99. And the 99 yes. is what does that represent?
0: Uh there are 99 counties in the state of Iowa. It's a cool wow. number too. So there you go.
4: There you go. Look at that. There
0: you go. By the way I like
4: you brandishing the hometown, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah. Yep. Johnson That's County all right. shout out. But um I don't think uh Anthony, I don't know if the the city of Milwaukee likes you calling them soft. You know, they got that Harley Davidson patch on the uh on the jersey. They want to be known no, as the, listen, the I Steel, think M- the loud steel boys, you know. The, I think Milwaukee the city is a tough city. Yes, but, but I the, think
4: that box team. Sofies. Outside of Malcolm Brogden is not a, is not a tough team. They will wilt. I I do. I don't. You see toughness on that team, Lincoln. You see toughness on that team. Well, it, it lacks
5: thereof as a completed team. Yeah, it's it's lacking.
4: It's hard to say. I see toughness. I mean, I, I don't I don't say it. I don't necessarily I don't think it. Boston is a grade of toughness either. But I mean, hey no, dude. I do. I think Boston is a tough squad, man. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I not, think that without Kyrie Irving, I think they they they, they show signs. No, there's, there's a difference between talent and toughness.
5: Well, I agree, but what what would makes it? I mean, it, Marcus Morris tough?
4: is a tough dude. Uh, he sometimes Rosier's tough. Oh, Rosier. Really Jalen Brown's tough. Well, these guys are tough. Mm. Well now? You disagree?
5: I we'll will agree to disagree. There's nothing they have that's a great tough. Cook- mm-hmm.
4: Marcus Morris? Morris, yes. But Dude, he beat up to half the league. There's nobody. To... <laughs> He's one of the toughest guys in the league, Marcus Morris. Him and his brother, Mark take out everybody.
5: Uh-huh. They've tried
4: so far, too. <laughs> Jalen Brown's nasty. He's tough. guys tough. What, Eric Bledsoe's tough? No, I didn't say was tough. <laughs> Jabari Parker's tough. <laughs> oh, man. Middleton. Tyler Zeller. Oh, yeah. These that's guys tough are guy. tough. <laughs> <laughs> no. Say, gritty series. Got to watch out for I think Boston's got more grit. That's all I'm saying. Boston has more talent. It's not, a, it's not an indicator of the town. The town is a very tough town, Milwaukee. It's a very underrated city, too, mind you. All right. Uh, we got lots to get to, including coming up. Speaking of tough, what do you say we dive into what's going to happen in Miami today for game Four. Fight. And, the, Fight and the And the and the bullies Fight. throwing at it. That's right. You yeah, had D Wade. I can't oh. believe D Wade turned into a D bag. Oh, stop it. You wouldn't have it any other way. If he was a sixer and didn't stand up for himself the way Phelous. he did, you were so wrong.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Leave D alone. D bag. All right, welcome back, fellas Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano hanging out with you. So uh today's a big one. Uh we got we we're talking about gritty series and toughness and we had some high drama in uh in the Heat Sixers series. That one takes place uh coming up, first game of the day, eleven thirty Pacific Two yeah. thirty Eastern, uh, live from Miami, and it got ugly. Link, in fact, Justice Winslow stepping on the glasses, trying to break the process's mask. Take that, process. All right, and then the process, <laughs> the process said, "It doesn't matter. I, I have fifty of these masks, masks, and I will destroy you." I will destroy you, Joel Embiid said. I must break you. He said, "I will destroy, destroy the heat."
5: How about First the all, process all, coming how, back? How, how about how about how, how uncomfortable could you could you imagine it is under that mask with goggles on top of it? I mean, nah, it's, it's like tough. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's,
4: you know, it's <laughs> funny. You're right. You you nailed it. Do you nail it like so? I know really well and. He he's a great, great player. Yeah, yeah. So he is. so, you know what he was trying to do early. If you know, like he, I mean, he's a seven two guy who can break guys down off the dribble. It's pretty amazing, right? And so he's trying to break guys down off the dribble and he really shouldn't be doing that, but he can't see his dribble because of the mask. And so early on, if you noticed he had a, a couple turnovers, he missed right. his first four shots. And I think a lot of it did was he really couldn't see his dribble with the mask right. on. Right. And so he kind of adapted a little bit. And that's why you saw him he hit a three, he took, took a couple of shots, and then he went down low a little bit. And he got fouled a lot. But he he's a terrific player. And he's going to get used to it. And he's only going to get better in the series. No doubt. Miami tried to thug it out, Link. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, you you
5: knew that was going to happen. The veteran leadership the, – the well, the, the veteran leadership – the veterans – when it comes to young athleticism, the best thing veterans can do, and it, it's, it's a game that I used a lot when I played. Um, you have that youthful talent, but if you just thug them around, you push them around, thump them around, and be like, Hey, look here, young kid, you ain't, you ain't ready for the big boy stuff yet. You could try to intimidate them, get in their head mentally and cause them to, to, to force a couple of errors and mistakes.
4: Uh, listen, Spulcher's a great coach. I think yeah. that's the smart move is that you play that mutant Tyler Johnson. And, and, did and you, that, wait did you hold on hold on Tyler you just called him a mutant <laughs> Did you Maybe You are I just wanted mutant? to make sure
5: I just wanted to make sure my headphones were working correctly and I heard you use the word mutant Figgy did you hear
4: me say mutant <laughs> Is that possible <laughs> He might be busy What oh, oh, was that Anthony? I'm sorry it Did you sick. hear me say mutant okay. Did I Mut- called uh, Tyler Johnson a mutant Tyler Johnson's a mutant See, that's what yeah. I said, Figgy. That's exactly the way I, I was. Uh, I heard <laughs> the
7: exact same thing, and I had to double check my earphones to see. Yeah did did did, uh, did Anthony really just say that? Yeah, It just called my wrong. And it was so nonchalant, by the way. It was just like it came out. Yeah, it, it a, came out so grand. Yeah, yeah, disease. I know. It was just like yeah, yeah. Ty, Tyler Johnson, the mutant. It was like yeah, yeah. It was just yeah, just well, like normal not? conversation.
5: Am I wrong? I don't know if I'm calling him a mutant, but, like, you know, hey. A I, mutant he like a
3: mutant. like an X-Man? Like he can shoot. <laughs> like, are you going X-Man oh, like, now? He's, or yeah? he's well, a, well, like Frankenstein type mutant. Like what are we like talking a Frankenstein about Frankenstein kind of mutant. <laughs> he's got no
4: superpowers.
3: He's oh like my a Frankenstein,
4: gosh. like put together like from dead bodies.
3: Oh, geez. You wow.
4: You know, like that. It's
3: pretty It's pretty low there, Anthony. I must break you. <laughs>
4: know, that. You know, man's created. I don't know. Um, he was never born. He was created. Oh wow! College Johnson. <laughs> no, right. I can't come back from that Created in a lab.
7: Created in a lab. There you I go. I Really can't come back uh, from that uh, one. So, <laughs> then,
4: then, when did D Wave become such a thug? Oh, he I always has been.
3: He's one of the dirtiest players in NBA yeah. history. I, I I love I
4: D-Way that. You're lecturing guys after what he did to poor Justin Anderson. And yeah. he's lucky. Justin Anderson, who's Virginia tough, mm-hmm. who, who,
3: who who could chew him up, spit him around. Remember Dwayne Wade yeah. broke Kobe Bryant's nose in the All-Star game? Yes! Yeah. I mean, my yes, goodness. you're
4: right. He's always been there. And I got, I got suckered. I got suckered. I want to get into this a little bit. How I was wrong about D Wave. I once loved him, but he's really a douche. Fellas. All right, welcome back. Hour number two of the fellas, like in Kennedy Anthony Gargano live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We're going over the NBA playoffs a little bit later, a little NFL schedule. And a little bit of uh, draft. Love the draft. Love the schedule. In fact, I got mocked on my local show. The Sixers no. were playing. Sixers in heat in oh. game three. So it was game three. And so I said, listen, that was a 7 p.m. Eastern start. So I said, the game get over around 10. I will DVR the schedule show. And then watch the schedule show, which two hours, eighty eight minutes. about um, well, fast forward commercials after the basketball game, and then they were trashing me, saying, "What am I weird?" <laughs> you do They just don't like. know you
5: like. They, no, no, not for the not for the, the slightest part because I, I got you. They're just they just don't you know. Watched it, you watched How committal to how committed to sports you are? It's a little bit difficult, different for me because I'm on being a on West Coast and being behind. There's more of the day that I have before the game. So I saw most of the game, um, but I didn't see all of it. No, the schedule. You watch the schedule. Oh, oh, the schedule. Oh no, I don't no, I don't watch the schedule. It's like watching a combine. Why would I watch Paint Dry? You know, there, there are things that has not changed that have schedule, not changed. The schedule's that also. have not changed cause since we've been doing this. Let us go I've to November. Said, I've always said the same thing. I go to the end of the year whenever i see the schedule cuz i look at because my job consists of me standing on the sidelines you know handling the weather and the elements that they are at the time so i look for the december schedule the late november schedule and for the raiders you know this year i got to be mid december i'm going to be standing on the sideline in cincinnati and then just like they do us every single year either the final game or one of the late games are in kansas city or it's just downright frigid so December thirtieth, I'm going to be standing on the sidelines of Kansas City. Where nice. I promise you, it's not nice to hell it is. You stand oh, on it, man. Head. Arrowhead Stadium, blood <laughs> red oh, Arrowhead. <laughs> There's going to be nothing but dirt there In for the, the Raiders. Line, it's probably going to be one of those games that come down to it, where you know whoever wins the game will either win the division or it's for a playoff spot or something like that. So. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's it's incredible. I love it.
4: Um, anyway, I'm you're, a big fan. You're nice
5: and warm. Nice and warm, and and,
4: and you're and, and you I would of trade places. On- <laughs> I listen. Get me. I love being on that on site. Joints hurt and everything else. It's I love being on site. Being on site rules. I'm a field. I really like the field. Even though I'm a studio guy now, I prefer the field. I'm a road guy. <laughs> I like a roadie. Uh, anyway. The uh, I want to get into this D Wade thing real quick because we had talked about it when um, last we left you. So, and think he was right, Fig. You, you had said he was always. Oh, stop. He was always this guy. I think <laughs> he's right. He broke Kobe's. Those he's been. What was that? that? Kind what, of was guy? that? 1980? what was that? 1980. What was that? I, I, I actually did. <laughs> some, I
7: actually did some crack research during the break, guys, and I, I looked up. There's like a whole video up on YouTube of the dirty plays. There was one where
6: oh,
0: he shoved, wow. where,
3: where he shoved Darren Collison into the ground yeah. on a fast break. I didn't even bring up when he broke uh, Rajon um, Rondo's arm in a playoff yeah, he game. Tried, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> broke <laughs> oh, a he a didn't dragon. try. He did it. Oh, yeah, he did. He did
7: yeah, yeah. Because I, I only saw the scope of the play. I didn't know he broke his arm. I can't remember back that far. But I'm looking at this. I think he he need a. A Charlotte Bobcat in the groin.
4: Um, yeah. yeah, he's a crumb. He's a. Crumb. Yeah. You guys Tape, are don't right. lie. Link, come on now. Figgy's Fig, right on. He is a thug, cheap
5: shot oh, artist. Stop. He's not a thug. D Wade is one of those Miami bad boys. Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? No, but he's a cheap shot guy. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, yeah, he's uh, not Rick Mahorn out there. I mean, no, a exactly. no, there there go. that's okay. a thug. That's a thug and a bad like, boy. Yeah. Rick Mahorn will punch you in the jaw and, like, not try <laughs> yeah, to make any qualms about it. He's going to sneak you. He's yeah. going to walk up to you
5: yeah.
4: and sneak you. Lambert was a thug. Rick Mahorn was a thug. That, that whole that
7: whole team was like a bunch of, like, guys who will beat you up. Yeah, there was. You know, a, I mean, okay. Here's here's the thing. And when Figgy brought it up, and I I, I had to go back and look at the video because I I actually vaguely remember that. But yeah, if you break somebody's nose in an all star game in an exhibition, yeah, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign for you.
4: I know. I I know. I, I you're right. I mean, listen, he's a he's that guy. He's a cheap shot artist. He, I'm sure, like you grew up with a guy. I know I did. Who was a like, sucker punch guy. Hard. Oh yeah. Oh
5: yeah,
4: yeah. And we, we used to call them. when you when you hit somebody without them, without them looking for it. That's a sucker punch, right? Well, we would call true, it true. sneak. Yeah, yeah. It's like what well, LeGarre Leclerc-
7: Blunt did in college
4: to that uh, Boise State player. That's a sucker yeah. punch. Yeah, right. right, right. And so we would, growing up, we would call that you snuck somebody or you right. sneak somebody.
5: Right.
4: You know, that, that was a punch to the face when the guy wasn't ready. You snuck him. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a guy who was. A, who was he was a sneak artist. He would come around next thing you know, like you know, without the guy, boom, he get the, He was a big believer. Get the first punch in, and th- this is I mean, that's D Wade. He's a sneak artist. It was terrible what he did to uh, Justin Anderson. Uh, look, Justin and they did call try it to double technical. Well, are you serious?
5: You, I, Justin started that to me. He was trying to push around. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna punk me on my home court. First of all. A young buck's not going to sit there and punk me. Now, Justin, what he did, he was trying yeah, to. He was trying who to punk me. too. He started it. From what it looked like, they were they were they were going both. They were both going at it. And if I'm D Wade, I'm going to assert myself, especially at home. So I like the snatch and throw down technique. <laughs> I like that, that
4: giggle that you have right there. <laughs> Stand by the way, the, did you yeah. notice that uh, D Wade's cheeks have expanded, like just in like in a chipmunk kind of way? <laughs> They kind of always been that way though, haven't they? A little bit. Yeah, but they, they're even more pronounced now. You notice mm. that? He seems a little extra chipmunky. Well, <laughs> he's,
0: extra a little, he's a little more Kanye West chipmunky there. The what cheeks are yeah.
3: fuller. Well, Kanye's face exploded, so yeah, that's he the reason why he his, face broke like his, like his jaw. Right, his jaw. A yeah. yeah. little Chipmunkish.
4: Mm-hmm. Before I get in trouble for not saying mm-hmm. anything, Chipmunk. The mm cheeks.
5: Have expanded. I, I, I didn't think anything about it. I'm just thinking that he's getting ready for retirement and
4: go off with with his lovely wife and enjoy life. Well, listen, he does have a beautiful wife and he's an esteemed mm-hmm. career. I love them, right? Yeah. However, this is now a man series, and I don't oh, begrudge yeah. that. I like it. I like that. For I my, like I, that. honestly, I don't walk kid aside, chipmunk cheeks aside. I don't begrudge him, even though he was dirty with Justin Anderson. I don't begrudge him. I don't begrudge the mutant uh, Tyler. Tyler Johnson. That was more
7: defined right there. That was that was that was more obvious. Not like last hour where you were just trying to sneak it by us.
4: Yes, you're correct. Um, or Drago. Drago. All of a sudden had a fine. had a good game and and he couldn't stop. For what, on, for what it's worth, cuz
5: we 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 expected it out this series because you saw the bad blood between Embiid and Whiteside all you know throughout the the the, the,
4: the What, se- the,
7: what season. the heck is going on with Whiteside, by the way? Yeah, I, I like, he, he's, he's he like, playing, I'll
4: tell you, I know exactly what's going he, on with him. He's blaming the so, coaches. Like it, it's it, it's Yeah, but here's his problem, right? Without Embiid on the floor, remember there's no Embiid on the floor of the first two games. He can't play. He's not. He's a, right. He's yeah, a liability. You, yeah, because
7: you can stretch. You can stretch the floor, and you could have a small lineup. Maybe late. right
4: because he can't match up with Ilya Sova.
7: Yeah, he can't match up with Ilya Silva because he stretches it. He stretches it back exactly, to the point line. Exactly,
4: yeah. and the Sixers play with, the Brett Brown style is true that Euro style where oh yeah, you're running up. It's really quick. No, they match. They, they get they get shots off fast, and there are a lot of threes. It's very guard push push push. So he's useless on the floor. And then when Embiid comes back, he gets foul trouble. Right? Yeah. We, but, but, again, we expected it, right? We expected
5: this sort of series to go back and forth. Uh, the, the fact that they've been trying to assert themselves. Uh, why it's not not even close to um, uh, a complete player as Embiid
4: on both you know sides who of the ball. I hate the most, though? What's that? You know who I hate the most? Who? Maybe even more than Justice Winslow. Who 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 sucks? He finally got he got hot, and that'll never happen again the rest of his <laughs> life. <laughs> but you know, who I hate more than Tyler Johnson and Justice the Winslow, the mutant, Kelly O'Limic. Now tell me oh, that's Kelly-o. not. A hate. Now tell <laughs> me that's not a that stupid man bun. Tell me you don't hate his hair. He hate his face. He's not a hate man. to face for you. Uh well, he was with when he was in
5: Boston. Yeah, he doesn't need to be hit with a frying pan. Now, <laughs> boy, I just hear this, this, this hate for the Heat coming through and through. Over, they're not going to challenge you guys, man. It's, it's, it's. They got away with one game.
4: That's no, about I'm it. Just saying, I'm just again, I, I'm just again, I'm forced to watch that that hideous brand of basketball. no no look look, i I don't begrudge them because the only way they have a chance because they can't play it the real way right the only chance they have is to try to muck it up and make it a hockey game
3: hey figure you don't need kelly Olympics hair I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I mean, I will. I mean, teach their own as well. It doesn't bother me. Come on, there's a party who you hates him. Doesn't that bother there's me. A nah. Part of you that goes. I like to see that guy get
4: get hit with a frying pan. Well, you, well, you guys <laughs> oh, already geez. know me. You got you guys already know me. I, I've I've
7: hated Kelly Olynyk since he ripped yes, Kevin Love's arm out of its socket and took yes. him out of the playoffs
4: three years he's ago. Not, you're right? He's a dirty. he's Another dirty. Right? D-
7: no, that's that's their brand of basketball. They're a physical team. They're the type of team that likes to get up. And with it, and it's an interesting matchup. But the only chance that they had is if they get physical. If they get into a three-point shooting contest, then they're not going to win because Philly's going to knock down their shots. And in, in games one and three, they hit eighteen threes, and Miami can't match that. They don't. Have, they're, right. they're, they're leading. They're, I think their leading scorer was Dragic, right? And, and, he, and he doesn't even average. Well, them. again,
5: so, we knew this coming into the series. Without Miami having a true number one or a true pure, pure, pure scorer, they were going to have to be creative in the way they try to attack the Seventy Sixers. They don't have the athleticism or the I talent. Agree. Spolster, I
4: think Eric Spocer is yeah. a great coach. He's trying to throw you know, everything he can at it. And the only the only way they can do it is if they, they try thug to it up. out well, and yep, they get yep. ugly and then they you know they want to play bully ball. Yep. That's all right. You know, they're gonna lose in five. <laughs> right in the Adams Apple, that Adams Apple for Kelly O'Linick.
0: He's had that hair, uh Anthony. I think he's had that hair for a long time, since his Gonzaga days. He, I yeah, don't know I if he's done it. the man bun, but he's had long hair. Oh,
7: he said the no. He had the man, he had the man bun and the long hair when he was actually. You know what? He might have been wearing the headband in college. I think he actually. did the
0: headband. Yeah,
4: yeah. He did What's the head- your thoughts on the uh, on the man bun? Me? Yes.
0: I do not do not care for it. You don't like part of my. I'm no. out on yeah, it too. No, Triple like, M our, our is Out on the man m- bun. Millennial narcissism goes with the uh, the tats. The the. The tats that don't mean anything, the man <laughs> he's bun. 65
3: years old. What do you mean, well, millennial narcissist?
0: The Instagram and all this stuff is just goes together. It's just. Did he just
5: say Instagram? Yeah. Man,
0: Sam, go and uh,
5: get off. You left my your lawn walk, right You left down. your walk around after, the corner over there.
0: Sam. After the I man
5: changed his Twitter handle to become more relevant, he's right, right. He has a comment with Instagram. I, I mean, I am
0: a millennial, so I mean, I can I can comment on my own stupid generation. <laughs> yeah, but yeah that was with like, your get,
3: smartphones and your Twitter and Instagrams. Come on, that was like get <laughs> off my lawn
0: material right it. there. Man, you sound like an old man, These guys Sam. just trying Jeez. to look all tough. They're trying to look all hard, and they're not. They're just doing this stuff to look that way, and they're not. How about that? Maybe he just likes like to that put that his hair how, how does
5: wearing a man bun make you look tough?
0: Right. It's, the exact it's, it's coupled. it's coupled with other stuff. It's like yeah. the, the, the the big sleeve tattoo, and like, give me a break. Cut me a break. I don't buy it. Here he goes, so, uh, right? uh, I, I was I Sam, <laughs> Ooh, I,
5: I uh, man. I was Sam.
0: 99.
4: <laughs> 99 years old, right? <laughs> no, man. That would be blown. What do you think? You like that you're a fan of man bundling? Come on now. <laughs>
5: it's like a, it's like being being a fan of a mullet. Come on now, come on. Now. <laughs> no, Figgy's your fan no. of man bun, No, I'm not a fan of. See, it.
3: Where, where's my But I'm saying here. I'm not come a fan on. of it. But he can wear whatever he wants. I don't yeah, care. I'm not going on a tangent like oh yeah. man bun, havers yeah. and these I'm
5: not and yeah. this Instagram well, crap What is this? <laughs> yeah,
4: whatever. <laughs> no, but don't you want to punch Kelly Olenek in the face? You know you do. I know deep down, Figgy, you want to punch him. He's got a punchable face. I might be nudging and him the, in the ribs and once and or the, twice. Yes, and yeah. the man bun <laughs> makes you even more.
0: It doesn't of help. Of course. Exactly.
4: I just tap into your
0: base instincts is all. Just a disclaimer, we do not condone violence here at FSR. We are just merely speaking speak for, for the- right. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, Sam. That's I'm right. just getting myself off the hook here, that's all. Look,
4: when I say punchable yeah, face I, I and... Know hit with a frying pan these things are literal we have literal. to clarify
0: yeah it's like a cartoon you get hit with a right. frying pan right i
4: said it to Dwayne Wade's uh, cheeks look like a chipmunk that's just the yeah. List. Yeah. it's being it's because
5: the, the problem the problem is that most of these millennials don't even know what a frying pan is i mean they've stuck true. with a microwave, Oh, we don't know right. how to cook now do we air fryers and stuff like that yeah, right, right.
4: <laughs> all right a we... these guys we with have... these damn air fryers <laughs> and then <laughs> Fried turkey roasters. (laughs) Off of the rails. We'll come back. It's always fun when the show goes awry. We'll come back in just a moment. And that we may actually maybe do some serious breakdown, or maybe not. Fellas on Fox. I'm against all its me's. So
7: self-absorbed
5: and egotistical. It's like those hip musicians with their complicated shoes oh man that's too funny and it's so appropriate this segment is brought to you by granger the products and the services you need when you need them granger's got your back to keep your facility running granger for those who want the for the ones who get it done we are the fellas anthony gargano lincoln kennedy and crew uh and we're having some fun uh these uh these millennials and their air fryers and everything else i feel like that old man just like <laughs> like was it was that
0: seinfeld because yes I, it I, was yeah okay that was All george right, costanza boy. going on an epic rant
4: there you go. That's you Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam That's Iowa Sam. That's right. Channeled uh nineties sitcom George Costanza. Hey, you know, Kostanz he had me he, I was on He's I was on board with Iowa Sam. Uh, oh, Iowa? Yeah. Oh, I I could believe that.
5: I never seen the show really, so you know, that
4: No, the best is um you remember curb your enthusiasm? No. So it's still Canada. on right now. Is yeah, it? yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I I when it first comes on, like, oh yeah. link. You know me with shows, right? I like to. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I always like different shows. I come on the air, and go oh, shows, movie, TV shows or movies. So I call Link. Oh, you got to watch this show. It's the best. Larry David he created Seinfeld. Link goes, ah, I'm out. Right. So then uh, you watched one episode, and you hated it.
5: Oh, was gone. it Curb your enthusiasm or, or yes. Seinfeld? Curb my biggest my biggest issue with Seinfeld. You hated his, 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 well, yeah, I hated I hated Seinfeld because of his voices. His delivery just drove me crazy do it. When, I, when I watched his comedy specials, you know. Why does Lincoln hate <laughs> me so much? What did I do to him?
6: <laughs>
5: that and was good.
4: That was really good. I wanted to I throw something at him. Well, I wanted
5: to throw a frying pan at him. <laughs> hey,
4: Jerry, take this with you. you, you Olympic or Seinfeld. Oh,
5: oh, no, Seinfeld. It was just, that was who I was going to throw a frying pan. I got a nice iron skillet I could throw at him. <laughs> no,
4: I'm saying you would rather hit Seinfeld no. than a limp. No,
5: I'm not. No, no, I'm just saying. Like I said, what drove me crazy was his voice. It just wasn't, just didn't do it for me. Okay, give me another one. Yeah. Why would these people listen to the fellas? Who are these fellas? And what do they want this early in the morning? I really don't want to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk sports they talked about hitting people with frying pans. <laughs> I mean who does that so.
4: <laughs> oh my God that's awesome I'll
5: be here all night tip me that in, your is waiters. Awesome.
4: <laughs> that is uh fantastic formula me so, bartender so uh anyway game three is in uh excuse me game four of Miami today uh Easter conference. It looks like Sixers-Raptors right now, Yeah, class yeah. of the conference. Would you agree? It would be
5: hard for me to argue with that one, definitely. I think yeah. so.
3: Fig? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you on that.
4: You, you love the Sixers team, don't you?
5: Oh, they're fun
3: to watch. Joel Embiid's one of my favorite players to watch, there's no doubt. What about Ben? Ben's not half bad either. Ben is not half bad. Ben's great. Isn't he? Yeah. Imagine what I bash runs. myself
4: every day because I gush over Ben Simmons.
3: I mean, how could you not? And he's doing all this without having a jump shot yet. Yeah, that's the bat, crazy part. He'll
4: be unguardable.
3: Yeah. If he if he turns
7: into jump shot because he's only 21 right now. If Man. he if he develops a jump shot and it it turns because. He's about at the same phase where LeBron was. I mean, LeBron had a decent mid range, but he he still couldn't shoot like jumpers. Like once he figures that out, yes. it's go- yes. it's going to because the thing about Joel Embiid is he's like the 21st century center. And I think if you guys or get the- a throwback,
4: Wilt. Or, uh,
7: well, no, he's got he's got elements of Hakeem. He's got elements of Wilt. And then, and then he's got the three-point shooting, dead-eye no, shooting. it, it, it It's 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 ridiculous. Like the talent level with between those two, and then you've got the great role players to support. Well, so. let me
4: ask you guys a question because there's a guy on that on the Sixers whom I love and and I think gets no respect. No respect. He ne- he doesn't get a call. Never gets a call, and he's a hell of a player. Is Dario Saric? Hmm. Know exactly where you're going to. I mean, am I right or wrong? He, like, he, if he has. So here's a kid who had a decent shot, but he really needed to work on the shot because he's going to get open looks from three all day long. When you're playing with Embiid and Simmons, two transcendent players, what they do is they create the ultimate space on the floor. Right. So Sarge spent the whole summer honing his shot, and his shot is money. And by the way, he can also board, and he can also pass, and he can take it to the rim. And the guy never gets a call, and he's never, ever talked about anything you know, other than a role player. I think he's better than a role player.
5: You know, for what it's worth, I don't think who gets enough credit is Colangelo for putting his team together because, you know, everybody wants to comment about the process because they see more teams tanking to do to try to copy what Philadelphia did, but... Look, Lajul put enough support players around this team and got enough other guys than that young talent of Embiid and Simmons and Fultz and all that other stuff. The draft choices to really make a complete team. I mean, Redick; these are guys that are that are that fit the role, fit the scheme, can play the game, and and are usually the unsung heroes on a nightly basis because so much attention is on either Simmons or Embiid or or the combination of them two.
4: I agree with you. Yeah. I Yes. Yes. Yeah. So part of the process,
5: and my my point is part of the process that that we've heard, and and as you said, because the, the 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 young players sort of command the attention, rightfully, deservingly so. Can't take anything from away from Simmons or Embiid, especially their play. But it's the support players. It's the other players that don't get a lot of the the nods, but definitely deserve a ton of credit for being those support and being being able to add to what those young players can do on a nightly
3: basis. Yeah, two yeah. vets, Ersan Ilyasova and Marco Bellinelli, who have playoff experience, you know, add a lot. And have Good been call, big Figge. for them. Have been big for no, them down the stretch st- of the season. That's that's a keen
4: basketball eye, Figgy. Very, very keen. Mm-hmm. Because those two guys, again, two guys that, that can shoot the three – They've helped. They've really helped. You have Redick, who could shoot the three, and their weak link is Robert Covington, who gave a lot of money to. Yeah, and he has had a kind of a spotty, really a spotty season.
3: Good, good defender, a little bit overrated, but a decent defender. He's long. He gets in passing lanes, but I don't know if yeah. he's a you know gets steals in there and here or there. But probably not as good of an individual defender as he should yeah. be considering mm-hmm. his physical attributes. You're right. I mean, you saw now again is
4: smaller than him but you saw him were kind of ragged down. yeah definitely yeah I mean he had him off off kilter but yeah, I mean you're right on but the, those guys they all shoot. and and here's the thing with Simmons and the bead it, it doesn't take a basketball genius to realize that you just surround those guys with guys who can shoot right and those three right. are daggers
5: yeah it becomes demoralizing on so many levels for the opposing yeah. team because then you feel pressed to try to catch up and there are not a lot you know throughout the NBA there are not a ton of of you know high percentage capable teams to shoot those high percentages yes. from especially yes. from the arc so it's it's one of the reasons why you know Golden State was so untouchable for so many years and you come down there, you, you they hit a three with their great outside shooting, then you feel pressed on the other end to either try to
4: get a three, then you fall back quicker, and you can't catch up. Yeah, great point. Great point.
3: So, Fig, what do we got trending, buddy? All right, well, we yeah, have a lot of Game 3s in the NBA on Friday night. Of course, the uh, the Sixers have their matchup with the Heat coming up later today, but the Pacers with a 92-90 to victory over the Cavaliers – take a 2-1 two, two, series lead in that series. Indiana actually trailed by as many as 17 points in that game, but made the comeback as Bojan Bogdanovic had a huge monster performance, 30 points on 11 of 15 shooting from the field. Elsewhere, it was the Bucks steamrolling the Celtics in Milwaukee, 116-92. Boston held to just 12 points in the first quarter. Milwaukee shot 57% from the field. On their way to the victory, the Celtics series lead is now down to to 2-1 and the Wizards with a victory over the Raptors in the nation's capital, 122-103 as John Wall at 28 points and 14 assists and the Raptors series lead now at 2 games to 1. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In Major League Baseball, Max Scherzer got the victory over the Dodgers in Los Angeles by the final score of 5-2. Max giving up four hits and six innings of work while striking out nine, snapping the Dodgers four-game win streak. Jackie Bradley and Mitch Moreland both go deep for the Red Sox. They notch their uh, excuse me, 17 uh, two record. They improve their record to 17 two. Excuse me. Now nine and one on the road. They not a seven to three victory over Oakland. The Giants snap the Angels for uh, uh, send the Angels to their fourth consecutive loss with an eight to one victory. Padres had a no hitter from Tyson Ross into the eighth inning. They do hold on for a four to one victory over Arizona. Wins for the Cubs and Cardinals as well. Brewers get a home run from Ryan Braun in an eight to nothing victory over the Miami Marlins, fellas. All right. Thank you, Fig.
4: And, of course, we are the fells. We hang out here. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right. So, uh, we would talk a lot of NBA playoffs and, and LeBron and is this the end of LeBron in in Cleveland, so they're down two one in the series. And I, I got to ask you, Triple M, because you are the Clevelander. That is your nickname. You are the Clevelander. Yes. Um. Or how how worried? Like, do you watch these games? Right. What, like thinking this is it. Like you well know, well I'm, well. I'm the, the, laughs, I have to watch my my hero will right. will leave me again.
7: Well, actually, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that. I had a conversation with my dad. Uh, we we had a decent conversation. I mean, he's been working a little bit this week, uh, uh, and I, I I talked to him. Uh, he didn't get a chance to watch the game because obviously getting off of work. So I told him what happened, and he kind of just said to me, "Hey, Mike, I kind of get the feeling that LeBron's already out the door. Like he he kind of already feels it. I, I a lot of us kind of already feel it, and it almost and a lot of people on this network. Uh, uh, some people have mentioned this that it's almost like." If he loses this series to Indiana, which some people think, seem to think is happening. And I mean, we'll, we'll see how the rest of the series plays out. That it's very easy for him to just walk out the door if they just lose in the first round because he's never, the, here's the crazy thing. He's been in the playoff, uh, he's been in the league for 15 years. He's never lost in the first round. Think about that. That's insane. He, <laughs> he's never lost in the first round. So it would almost be, it would almost be so convenient <laughs> for him to lose in the first round and I'm not saying that it's going to happen that he can leave and I and I don't want it to happen but I kind of get this sense that like and I've been feeling it for a while and especially seeing how these first 3 games happen that it's probably it's probably going to happen because it's, if the if this supporting cast, cast can't support him then yeah yes Yes, it, it's, it's it's it and it sucks, man. but yes. but it, but it, I don't but. to
4: laugh at, at, at your at, no, at, no no no. As I, I, you wallow, but I find it just completely hysterical.
7: Well, yeah, because it's it's just like and 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 believe me, it's not it's not like. Look, I, I of course I'm always going to be in denial and I'm always going to hope that he's going to stay yeah, and yeah. Who, and 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 who knows because. I've been on record and I've talked to a couple of people who are who are Sixers fans and look it'd be great for you guys to get LeBron but you guys could get to the finals this year and if you do I don't know why you, why you need LeBron because Embiid beat and and beat and Simmons are going to get better and LeBron- I
4: hear you dude I, I there's a part of me <laughs> listen there's a part of me that says I kind of don't want him Listen, I want well,
7: everybody everybody wants LeBron. I mean All I get right. g- like,
4: you'd be you'd be a fool to not want LeBron. Absolutely. But there's a part of me that says, you know, I love this team so much. That is again I was raised with this team. All right. So understand this that that Sixer team, I was at the beginning of the whole pro I was on board with the process. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember, Smith. yeah, exactly. You know, the whole thing. I mean, the only way you can do it. Anyway, I loved. I I was the, I started suck for Simmons, that whole thing because I loved Ben, and so I I really love the way this team is, and I love the way it's constituted. The only problem with LeBron is that when you bring LeBron in, he takes up, it becomes about LeBron and not about the rest of those guys.
7: Exactly, and when you're building up a team, you you don't want to drag in a guy like it, it, it's rare that that type of thing works. Because with Kevin Durant, like a lot of people were thinking, Kevin, he just fit right in. And that just doesn't happen in a lot of situations. Look what happened in Oklahoma City. And I'm not going to say that that's going to happen. But you look, you bring three egos into that. I mean, Paul George is not necessarily that big of an ego, but you bring, you have Russell Westbrook there. You bring in Carmelo Anthony and you have Paul George there. Look what's happening there. It's questionable that they're going to get out of the first round. So, uh, with LeBron, it'd be great to get him, and it would and, and it would make a lot of sense for him because there's a lot of talent there. But if you're the 76ers and you got guys who want to be alpha dogs like Joel Embiid, who even though he's recruiting him, and Ben Simmons, who has obviously a relationship with LeBron, it'd be great to get him. But you want to be an alpha dog, and I and I think this team, and and obviously I don't know what's going to happen with the Cavs, and we don't know what's going to happen with Toronto if if, if whatever the matchup would be in the conference finals. They they match up really well with the with the uh, the Warriors now and the Rockets. They match up really well because who who's going to guard Joel Embiid? Like who who's going to guard Joel Embiid? I mean Capella he he's primarily around the rim, uh, and then you look like if Draymond Green gets matched up on Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid's going to win that matchup every day. Like, it, it's yeah. that, that's not even a fair fight.
4: Yeah, I like. What, what, what do you think? Does it make sense when I say it all because, like, obviously LeBron's the best player in the game? You'd want him if you're a team, and I, you know, we're talking about the Sixers, but it could be anybody. You know, it could be, it's, it's in theory we're talking about a young team that has got a chance to get the, the best player in the league. Obviously, you want him, but when it becomes all about him, do you lose something?
5: I, well you already know i hate it i hate the idea i hate the concept yeah. I, I imagine almost like you know michael jordan going to join the pistons in there and, and during that run you know or or yeah, you know dr point. j going up to the, the play with the celtics yeah. I, no it just yeah. doesn't it, it doesn't carry any weight if you're lebron james look I, you're already going to go down as one of the greatest players if not the greatest player depending on who you talk to why do you need to join anybody why do you need to go anywhere it's not about the money it really isn't. If you no, no, go, it's about if you championships. chasing, chasing, chasing championships, okay, chasing the rings. But if you go somewhere, then you then to, in my mind, let's just say put them on the Sixers. In my mind, it's almost like Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant couldn't win a championship until he went to the Warriors, until he went to a stacked team. LeBron James can't win a championship until he goes to a stacked team. If it happens like that, I, I hate it. Call me old school. Call me old fashioned. Mm. Whatever you want, I I, I don't like it because that's what I imagine it as. I always thought if you're the best player, you find a way to be the best player to excel. Or either if there, if you got to go through several coaching changes or whatever happened, like they've had in Cleveland. But stay home, you know, cement your status in, in the game. It, it don't sit there like he did initially. I understand why he went to Miami. He wanted to learn how to play as a team player because he was an isolationist. He went down to a team and they were able to win. I got that. But now that you're back in Cleveland. Stay home. Finish your career. Bring your son on board with you as a Cavalier for your, your last year. Then, uh, and then, then go right off into the sunset and make movies. It's not going anywhere.
3: uh, uh Figgy, you, you're I'm curious to hear what you're thinking about this. You're an NBA guy. Yeah, I understand both sides of the argument. You don't want to turn down the opportunity to play with a talent like yeah. LeBron, but right. you look at guys who have the confidence, especially someone like Joel Embiid, who seems to have taken the task of bringing Philadelphia back to prominence personal holding it on his shoulders. Like, I promise to bring this team back to the postseason. I want to be the guy to help turn this thing around. And these are pro athletes who do have big egos. So you, I'm sure he would accept LeBron if he, if the team did sign him. It will be out of his hands at that point. I'm sure it's more of a management decision, though I'm sure they'd ask him. Um, but I can definitely understand why they would be. Dude, can I stop you for a yes. second? Yes, yes. You are very perceptive.
4: Very you. perceptive. Now, you know, I'm going to tell why you why. Why called figgy? I'm going to tell you why. Because you didn't mention Ben Simmons. You know that Ben and LeBron are close, and LeBron views Ben as his little brother in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So you know that Ben wouldn't have an issue with LeBron coming to Philadelphia. Not at all. However, if there was one of those guys that would have an issue, it would indeed be Embiid. Because Joe, Joseph really, really... Smart dude. If anybody, if listen, if you want a great social media follow, you follow Embiid. Embiid is, and he's brilliant. He's really, really smart. You look at his, la- his use He's used to language. Remember, he speaks like six different languages. This guy, and the, and his choice of words, what he says, how he plays things. The guy's really smart. Very manipulative. In a good in a in a good way, like in a smart way, the guy's brilliant, and I, I wouldn't want I want him to be happy, and and if that means he needs the spotlight and doesn't
3: really want to share and feel overshadowed with LeBron, then so be it. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, too many times we treat these guys like it's like it's video games or something. Like, oh, LeBron could come in, he'll be the number one guy for a couple of years, and then as he phases out, Embiid will rise up, and he'll be the. No- these guys are human, you know, they have egos. You have to be able to stroke their egos, and they need to be told that they're great and who's number one and who's number two. That sort of thing does matter to a lot of these guys. Um, so I do think that's something that can't get lost when we're just talking about building super teams. You have to have the mentality. Kevin Durant was willing to go to Golden State and not be the number one and not be the alpha and just be a key cog to, to that unit. Is that something that Joel, is he willing to be step back and be right. number two or number three behind LeBron James? We hope and he would ben. be. And, and, and Ben, ben too. remember. Because
4: yeah. like, Ben... Now, by the way, because he has the ball in his hand, right? So, being the point guard, you're going to get your share because you, even though he's personality-wise, he he's got the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is it the 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 Warriors were open were open to Durant. They recruited so him openly. Recruited him, yeah. Clay Thompson to me and Draymond Green were the key pieces because mm-hmm. you know Steph is going to get it. Steph's fine. But Clay, Clay and Draymond are going to take a step back in the Durant's spotlight in the shine. So I give those guys a ton of credit. We'll come back. We'll take a look uh, at the Kawhi Leonard situation and uh, a little bit look at the Warriors. That's next. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Welcome back, fellas, as we hang out here on a game day Saturday. So we told you about the Heat and the Sixers uh, in the NBA playoffs of Saturday edition. We got uh, a good slate of games. Another game that really kind of interests me, Link, and that is the series between OKC and Utah. Because that series down one-on-one, series shifts to Utah. And I'm curious, speaking of chops, that OKC team, playoff P, as Paul George dubbed himself, was great in game one. Not so good in game two. In this case, with OKC, you have
5: three players in Westbrook, Anthony and Paul George, that are used to isolation-style basketball. Now, they were hoping to bring, when you brought them together, that they would learn to be able to play team ball and be able to stretch the court, say, Westbrook drive and kick out. But Westbrook has a better combination relationship with Stephen Adams than he does with the other guys. And more importantly, you see that the past history, it's hard for an old dog to change his, to do something different um, or a tiger changes stripes. When you look at when Carmel Anthony gets the ball, the role that he's been relegated to, not used to something, uh, playing more defense than offense. Paul George comes through and flashes. But, you know, for what it's worth, Donovan Mitchell has been shooting the lights out. And even though they've had inconsistencies out of other guys, he's had enough support to put him over the top. He's, he's the reason why they're, they're really taking, to me, they're taking control. see at least a lot of momentum from the series.
4: Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a great series. It, it really is. It's one of those that has a chance to, to go very deep. Really, really, very deep. Uh, Golden State. It's a shame the other night. I mean, the Spurs are are completely overmatched. Yep, without Kawhi, they're completely overmatched. And uh, by the way, our uh, condolences to Aaron Popovich and Certainly. to the uh, all Spurs the people man, in man. San Antonio Spurs. And I'm um, listening to Tony Parker talk, and my heart just goes out to him. What a classy, uh, classy guys. Anyway, the Warriors just completely overmatched them. They're so going to finish that series off, probably sweep. Uh, staff gets a little bit more rest, so I and kind of look at it, and, and we're look we're headed toward that showdown between the Rockets and Warriors, and it looks like right. it's going to be just an incredible series. But, but let me get back to San Antonio for a second and the whole Kawhi Leonard thing, because earlier this week, LeBron's guy from ESPN. He reported that he, you know, that LeBron will watch LeBron team up with Kawhi and go somewhere. Now, I was just curious that your whole take on Kawhi Leonard—the whole thing—is bizarre. And I don't know, you know, it just to me it took me by surprise, and I still have like no idea or no concept of what the problem is. Ah.
5: I think I think the marriage is severed. I think the marriage between Kawhi and San Antonio Popovich is severed. Look, it's one of those things where you see it more obvious or evident other places. You sort of see the or hear the the grumblings of the San Antonio way, much like the Patriot way. And there are players that have gotten yeah. tired of the Patriot yeah. way. Yeah. There are tires, There are players who got tired of the, of, the, of the San Antonio way. For what it's worth, about. everybody has the utmost respect for for Popovich, and rightfully so, deservingly so. But I think Kawhi Leonard is one of those players where he just he made it up made up his mind early, very early this season that he wanted out of San Antonio, and this is the way he wanted to go about doing it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm just really shocked by it, the whole thing, to be honest with you. True. And does he? And, and is it a team up situation with LeBron? Because you got to trade for him. Yeah, somebody's got to take. I hear. I hear that there. There's Laker grumblings. We'll come back and talk about the other side, maybe. All right. I'm curious about the grumblings that we may hear. We are the fellas right here on the Great Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back, fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Hanging out with you on a great sports Saturday, April the 21st, as we careen toward the NFL draft in Dallas, Lincoln, and uh, we spent a lot of good first two hours talking NBA playoffs. I want to get into some football, because I miss some football, Lincoln. Football. That's why I love the schedule show. No, brother. The schedule show is the best. Because we get to plan our road trips, <laughs> the airline just marked everything s- up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may or may not be true.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're paying attention to the NFL schedule too. I trust trust me. If you know who, it, who your process, team is, yes. yeah, exactly right. If you know who your team is facing, and you have a general idea because the you know you just don't know the dates. All you got to do is research before and after. Watch how watch how fast the airlines change their their marks when they know that Oakland's going down to Miami on September 11th, whatever it is.
4: Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I'm I'm with you. You know, a lot of people are excited. You know, different different trips in the If I was some enterprising person uh, in New Orleans, I would just I would run flights to New Orleans. I would get charters because it's you know it's the greatest place. Like if you're gonna pick. The greatest NFL cities to attend, yeah, for a road trip, you, New Orleans is one easily, right? As far as destinations concerned, as far as
5: destinations, you go New Orleans. I go Miami. Can't go wrong in New York. Nashville. All the big cities. Na- oh, Nashville's a great city. Yeah, great would, city. Yeah, love love, love the live
4: bands, love the live music, all that stuff. Absolutely. You know, so like as far as making that. Making that trek with the guys, like all the buddies get together. Obviously Los Angeles would be on the list. Without a doubt. I'm trying to think of any other underrated ones. Any like underrated, uh, underrated guys destination to NFL cities. Used for guys? Buffalo, Houston's a good one too. Iowa, yeah. Samson's, Buffalo, no. Buffalo,
5: joke. Buffalo is. No, I, knew is, it was a
4: joke. I was
5: Buffalo has a great fanfare. I don't sarcasm. know if it's it's a city that you necessarily want to party in or whatever. No, Buffalo's fun. No, Toronto's
4: fun. No, Toronto's awesome. Yeah, Toronto's. <laughs> awesome. No, Toronto's on <laughs> a different level. But however, Buffalo is fun, and here is what I say about being fun: the Bills Mafia. Does anybody have more fun than the Bills Mafia? Probably not. Seriously, oh, seriously, to, especially and hard especially
7: press. this year. Trust me, I I know a Bills fan in this building. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Eric Roberts, he's worked with you guys before. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He, he he's a diehard Bills fan,
4: and Has, was he in Buffalo at all? No, he wasn't
7: in Buffalo. Uh, I know he went. Uh, he actually uh, when they were out here, what's kind of funny? He, he went to the Peterman game because they were out. Oh, in, uh, did he So, so, so wow. he yeah, so he got subjected to that. So, yeah, but he was very elated was when me. this when the when the uh, when the season ended, and obviously one of the many Bills mafia. Out here in LA, who were celebrating. His heavily. father
0: is from is from Buffalo. Yes, I think he has Buffalo yeah. roots, and sadly had to. You know, I think he went out there for a family thing because his father passed away. So he actually got to uh-huh. go to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: so. it's a um, it's a gr- it's a it's a great place for a game. Like, yes, now you you've googled you you've googled Bills Mafia, right? Like you've seen the the craziness that ensues Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's no, no, bacchanal. No. It's yeah, bacchanal. Yeah. No you know, doubt we're about, about New Great Orleans. Fender. Yeah, we talk about New Orleans, but it's you know there's a lot of stuff going on during the game, pre-game. a lot of cars that they are they moving without being on.
5: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt about that. There's a, a lot of stories that happen in Buffalo.
4: Yeah, and Toronto for that matter too. Yeah, well, Toronto's different, different, but it's well, sometimes it's just
5: worth making the trip.
4: You know, it across is. the board. I, I agree. I, I'm I'm
3: with you. Fig, be careful in Buffalo, Figgy. Yeah, you know what? I hadn't planned on making any trips to Buffalo anytime time uh, in the near future there. And you uh, you might have a lot of fun yeah. in Buffalo. I'm trying to remember who it was I saw football life. Maybe it was Thurman Thomas on the NFL Network and how he was so excited when he thought he was being drafted. Man, I'm going to New York City. Then he stepped off the plane at the tarmac. I was like, oh, this ain't Times Square. <laughs> 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 this is not what I expected when they said I was going to New York. You know? Oh. <laughs>
4: Yeah, no, it's a di- Western New York is a mm-hmm. is a different world, man. It's Canada, Western New York. It's all Canada. Pretty nuts. Anyway, the schedule's out, and so if, uh, let me. I'll ask you guys before uh, I start going through the, some of the highlights of it. Triple uh, M, MMM, if there's one NFL city that you would like to go to with the buddies, get uh, do this one city with friends. One city just from a football standpoint.
7: Um, okay, if one, one city in general, and this kind of stems from a lot of different things. I'd love to go to New Orleans just because they just get after it. And I, I had a friend, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I mean, you guys know me as a big wrestling fan. WrestleMania was out there. I would have killed to have gone out there, not just from the perspective of being a wrestling fan, but just because everything is a party out there and that would just be wild, and that'd just be a good time. From a football perspective, uh, I'd probably say Green Bay. I'd probably say with the Packers because going to Lambeau, there's just so much history and so much tradition behind that stadium and how the fans really – like they. I, I can't remember the last time they didn't sell out that place, so
4: I'd probably say those two. I'll tell you, you cannot go wrong with Lambeau. I I love that place. Oh my god, I love Lambo. It's amazing. Uh let me go to uh I was Sam. Give me a one with the guys. One from a just a pure football standpoint.
0: Uh would like to check out Nashville. Um and I've driven around Nashville, um but uh would like to explore more of the city. I mean, it's got a great not just country music, but it's got a great just musical landscape uh all kinds of music being being played and, and created down there food, great jazz great jazz great food i mean the, you got the nashville hot chicken and all kinds of stuff the southern fair done perfectly right i'm sure um and then of course you know there's some good sports uh, going on now in the state of tennessee so we'd love to check out nashville hockey and hockey out, yeah of, hot course, of course yeah although the the,
4: the the preds lost last night
0: but otherwise on a on a for the most part a strong tear and um I would like to see the Oakland Raider fans in their natural habitat before they move down 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 southwest. You know, I'd love to see I'd lo- I would I don't know. I just feel like that's something that, that you won't be able to to see just like actual people living in the Bay Area or Oakland area going to a game. It's not going to be quite the same as uh, Las Vegas. Um, well, well, first of all, yeah.
5: first of all, you know, Diego mapped science uh, Oakland to Las Vegas is southeast, not southwest.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah, you is. were going. To, yeah, I was right. going to say. Right. So I was going right. to say. A, wait, wait. Yeah, when, when, a, when, did, when did that happen? I think of Vegas as being like just tucked away in the Southwest, but yeah, it is a little bit more east than Oakland. And yes, it's, it's Sam, we're, Sam we're in California. You're right we're on the California. water, California. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. thank you. Yeah. I was actually a geography major in college. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you pointing. There you go. It comes through.
5: Comes through. I out my stupidity there. I'm here to
0: help you. Yeah, they're all right in the water. Yeah, technically, but you know what I mean. Like they're in the dry south, the Southwest to there, and so I just feel like the passion that that oakland raider fans have um and you know i'm sure that there are many people that are sad to see the team go i'd like to see what that atmosphere is like especially if they can bounce back this year be uh definitely be a trip and i'm not just saying that link because you're on the show i really would like to see that
4: that's well, a great atmosphere yeah
0: I
5: think great you enjoy atmosphere,
4: it. Yeah. No, i think you're.
3: that's a great answer figgy one with the friends and one with just football so i'm doubling up with triple m when it comes to taking the friends down in new orleans for sure i mean and even the fan experience, by the way, with the Saints, especially when they're good, that's kind of a double whammy. The city of New Orleans, obviously, you know, I love them. One of the biggest party cities in the country. I love those people too. They're oh, great. Yeah.
4: They love their Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a heck of a they're building awesome too. awesome people, man. Yeah, that,
7: that and that building, the Superdome. That's a heck of a building too. Like it's yeah. just like there's you can generate a lot of noise in there. I mean, I, I'd kill to watch a game in the Superdome just because it's of,
4: also very different. T- it's unlike any other place in the United States. It, you know, again, with, you know, w- when technology tends to homogenize us, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it brings you close together. So styles and customs and everything kind of gets blended together, right? Well, New Orleans is still a place where it's completely unto itself. Like, it's traditions, it's style, it's pen- the feel of it. It still feels like a like a haunted city in, in, in a really cool way. I, I echo those words. I mean,
5: it truly is a throwback for what it's worth to be a modern city. Um, and, and you, you kind of get spoiled and sort of lulled to sleep with somebody, as, as Cuz was talking about, some of the modernizations. If you go to major cities like Chicago and New York and San Francisco and Seattle, Dallas, and all those other places, that when you go to New Orleans, it, it does have a, sh- a strict – Pure throwback feel to it, and and it's unlike any other city I've ever experienced. Most of the 32 cities are unique in their own way, but New Orleans is is uh, is very special. It's almost European in a lot of ways too.
4: Yeah, it definitely yeah. feels that way. It definitely feels yeah. that way. It's cool. It's a, just we a, it got a great vibe
3: to it. All right, figure where's the place you're going to go just for the football. You know, I wouldn't mind going to Pittsburgh, knowing how passionate oh, that good. fan base is out there too. And, you know, also a, uh, you know, big-time tradition. You know, Green Bay, I know that the city of Green Bay is basically owned, operated, run all by the Packers all the time. And there's a little bit more going on in the Steel, in the Steel City. But uh, just the passion that those Steeler fans always grow through. Even when they do have some tough years, they're always there. They're always loud and boisterous. So that would seem to be like a pretty fun environment, I would think. So from a football standpoint. Heinz Field, yeah, yes. Yeah, I'd love to go out there. Yeah, that's a great answer. I've actually been to
0: Heinz Field. It wasn't for a Steelers game though, but I did go for a football game and it was a cool experience, man. That whole campus, you got the bridges right there. You got uh you got like, you know, other stadiums around. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. You,
4: yes. You need to know the one word if you go to Pittsburgh. You need to know the word confluence mm. because that's where the rivers all intertwined, and so it's uh, it's really cool. Yeah, the old Three Rivers Stadium. Stadium, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I I remember being at the old Three Rivers, the first time I ever covered a Steeler game, walking in there, and it was just it was nasty. Right, it was cement. It was
5: cold. Oh, mm, don't remind me. Oh my <laughs> god! And it was all
4: they were waving the terrible towels. It was awesome theater. Poor Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Poor, poor
5: Lincoln. My knees hurt thinking about it.
4: Yeah, I can there, imagine. There, that there, that were three,
5: there were three stadiums back then. Three Rivers, the old vet, and then, of course, the, the one in uh, Cincinnati, Nasty Natty.
4: Riverfront. tore my legs up. Yeah. tore my legs up, boy. That was I'm hideous. Kidding. Riverfront was hideous. The vet had horrible turf. <laughs> nah, they <were> just carpets. <laughs> just horrible carpet. Well, it wasn't even good quality carpet. It was just like. No, it was like something. a bad, bad yeah. carpet. Oh, man. It was like bad bodega carpet. <laughs> you don't want to go to that kind of thing. I don't right. want to go to a bad bodega. No. The bad bodega carpet is not good. Uh, coming up, the schedule. Mark your calendars. Get your date book. Oh, put brother. it in your iPhone. Here we go. Take a look at the prime time. Take a look at the whole schedule and some of the things that you need to know. We'll, we'll examine it. We'll further it. Link, of course, we will mock it. Every second. We are the fellas on a game day Saturday.
5: Get your popcorn ready. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more car insurance. And even better news, the schedules came out. So yay, we can talk about it. Yay. Anyways. We are the fellows, Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy. Going to have some fun with you? Yay. I love it. I love it. I know. know. Are you ready for the schedule? No. No. But have no choice. Where are we going? What are you doing September 6th? Uh, I think you know where I'll be every Sunday, Monday, and probably some Thursdays with the schedule that came out. You can take a guess where I'll be every weekend. (laughs) If we had to put a hit out on
4: you, I think we know where to find you. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's take a look at it, shall we? Let's take a look at the schedule. Give all me some music. I was Sam. Yay. Who are we going with yes. first? What, what, what team? Are we just oh, going, start the, the, the season, the going to the weekly schedule? Yeah, weekly first. <sighs> oh, then we'll do different teams. All right. All right. All right, all all right just up some man, highlights. Man. You tell me if you're intrigued. We start off with uh, the opener live from Lincoln Financial Field where it's the Falcons uh, at the Eagles the Super Bowl champion Eagles Falcons uh, Eagles was a rematch of the first playoff game between the two divisional playoff game yeah uh i was i thought the the Vikings were going to get that slot like i yeah
5: so did i but i mean it's still intriguing because obviously for the defending Super Bowl champions We'll see where Carson Wentz is, or for at least the immediate factor, Nick Foles is playing because they restructured his contract as a starting quarterback, the Super Bowl MVP. Now, to me, the most interesting factor for the early part of the season is this. Today's game in the NFL, until it's changed by the CBA, today's game, most teams use the first four weeks to get their starters into game shape because there's not much of a preseason they don't want to play the players in the preseason so they really don't put much effort out there and most teams don't have really much of a training camp i think the raiders specifically had 13 days of training camp which isn't a training camp at all so you're not getting your guys in football shape in 13 days so with that being said oh God, if you're using 13 the first days. month that's
4: amazing it used to be amazing. Eight
5: weeks oh yeah exactly Exa- exactly uh and for far less money than they're getting but that's, that's that's just the way the game is but um but for the most part if guys are using you know, using the first if coaches' staffs are using the first month to get their guys into shape, starting out the block against a good team can be good or bad trying to gauge where you are. So that's the intriguing matchup about this Thursday night. But, you know, the first deservingly so, the defending Super Bowl champs get a chance to to show off the ring, to drop the banner in the stadium, to open up the season. That's the way it should be.
4: Uh first Sunday, the National four twenty five game on Fox Washington and Arizona, excuse me, Seattle and Denver.
5: Hmm. Well, do we, for you? Uh, it, well, I guess, if anything, you want to see, if you're a Seattle fan, you want to see what happens post-Legion of Boom, where that defense is, because it's completely broken up. So it's going to be revamped, retooled. And also you want to see what, what Seattle has in store on offense. Because you want to know if Russell Wilson can lead you, you're going to go up a very talented division in the NFC West. So you want to see what Seattle is capable of. It's kind of hard to gauge after the first game, but um, if anything, you'll you'll see Von Miller and what they do. Whatever they add in the draft, you'll get a look uh, at at the Denver Broncos.
4: And then the first Sunday nighter, the Bears and the Packers in NFC North battle. Bears and Packers, yeah, yeah. Traditionally
5: speaking. Traditionally speaking, it makes sense. Well, it does because the Bears' product. Um, but but then, then again, you get you get to see Aaron Rodgers after an injury-riddled season last season, right? So you get to see the the new look for the, the pack to see where they are. Um, but yeah, this is more of a historic and tradition man, sense. That game blows, man. Got Bears! <laughs> well, who would you have right at, at Sunday night? You've, the I good know good exactly who I would take at Sunday night. Who would you
4: take? Houston, New England. Okay. Okay, I can get there. I could see, see Deshaun. That. Yeah. In the end of the uh, Patriots dynasty, I, I thought me, you were going to go. I, I, I thought Deshaun you were gonna go Watson, S- San Francisco, Minnesota. At Minnesota, I would see that. That's another one. I like that game. From Sunday night. That's another great game. Where? Yeah. That, that's, it. Then that's another game. It's wasted at one o'clock. See Jimmy G versus Cousins. I'm yeah. in on that game. Yeah. The Bears Packers, ew. It, it sounds good. Nostalgia. Now, what I love, I love, love, love this Lincoln. Now, I don't know if I'm alone. I have to pull the fellas, but I love the doubleheader first Monday night. I'm a huge fan. They should do doubleheaders every Monday night.
5: Oh gosh.
4: <laughs> well, it's not Thursday night football. No, oh, it's not. But I mean it's a it, it, double you, header, double double. Uh, uh, double double. It's not da, da, in ta, and out ta, burger. It's not an in and out du- burger. Double double. Double double animal style. 710 Eastern 410 Pacific. You're looking live at Ford Field where Matt Patricia and the Lions take on the Jets. With Baker Mayfield at Can't the wait. helm, come on, man! I got chills.
5: You? Yeah. Is Can't it wait. is it Baker? Is it Baker Mayfield? Is it a foregone conclusion? I mean, because no, in just, all honesty, I'm just throwing that. Yeah, it yeah the, no, no, no. I, in all honesty, but that—that's see, that's the adds to the intrigue. Whoever, whomever they get at quarterback, that adds to the intrigue. The Jets.
4: I love it. you know their name. Lions, Jets—the oh first, my. and then, oh, get ready because the second game of your Monday night doubleheader, ten twenty Eastern, seven twenty Pacific, kickoff in Oakland. where you're going to see Lincoln Kennedy and Derek Carr, new look Raiders. Host Shucky's back. The Rams, yes. John Gruden meets the Rams. They had to put him on Monday Night Football. They couldn't get.
7: They they didn't want to get rid of him. Now they had to bring him back. <laughs> I mean, I mean they probably mic him up on the sideline too. Oh, that's probably what is going to happen. I don't know who's going to be broadcasting
4: that well, game. I, I like the fact that they put him on Monday Football. It's cool. That game should be a Sunday Night game. But if you're, ESPN, if, you,
5: yeah, if you're ESPN, yeah, if you're and you want to mic them up on the sideline just to get a little bit of that flavor because I I don't know who they're going to have announcing the game that hasn't been announced yet. So
1: anyway, I call so. that the turkey hole.
5: <laughs> True story.
4: By the way, there's nobody left. Who? There's nobody left to do Monday Night Football. This- Peyton said he's not interested. Apparently, Brett Favre's uh, screen test was abysmal.
0: I can believe that. I, to, I want to know more about that. I want to know how bad it was when Favre did the, the read-through for Monday Night Football. He wanted that job, too. <laughs> I know.
4: I love Favre. So, I'm, I mean, I can't believe he'd be that bad. I'll,
7: I'll go on record saying this, and I know it's been tossed around a little bit. Sign me up for Joe Thomas. Sign me up for Joe Thomas being in the Off booth. Off the bat?
4: He doesn't have a big enough name. <laughs> no, I, know he exactly have, right. I,
7: I know he doesn't have that big of enough of a name, but I've seen the personality. He has a great podcast. Like The guy, the guy has got i mean it wouldn't sell and it's not like the sexy name that everybody wants but i i've seen some signs that are like yeah he could do really well he could do really well in a media job i don't know if they would thrust him into such a high profile job but if there's nobody left i mean he's a good option i think
4: yeah no he's not ready yet yeah well, troy Troy Aikman, moved to
5: thursday night with Fox. um Who else is there? You're, you're probably right. There's nobody left. They got to make a splash. I don't know who they do it with. The best. The, the, the thing that's key, aside from the color splash,
4: they were talking Hasselbeck. He's horrible.
5: Well, you gotta. You gotta have a. You gotta have a. A big name, but you also got to have a, a, a better play-by-play. Just yes. It's, it's, They they
7: wanted it to work with Rex, and they threw him on like that second Monday night game, and that was a disaster. Yeah, for me, for
5: Rex, it'll forever be you know hot uh, toes and hot sauce. I mean, I I can't, I can't think anything (laughs) different. So I can't, I can't, I can't even take him seriously when I see him now. So
4: no, but you're and you're right, Lincoln, about the play by play because uh, Sean, why am I blanking? McDonough, excuse me, McDonough. I have about to say Sean McDonough. Sean McDonough. Sean, thanks, boys.
3: Son of the great Will McDonough back in the yes. day.
4: Yes. Yeah. I was about to say Sean McDermott.
3: He's a buddy of mine. <laughs> hell of a coach. I don't right. know
4: if he can broadcast. Hey, great coach, right. Yeah. So Sean McDonough, who's a who's a pro, but he's not a football guy. Like he's
7: right. just not. Ne- well, and he and he's out. He's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He left I know. And took I mean, a college
3: job. Joe Test. De- Joe Tessitore Tessitore took who's great, by the way.
7: He's great. He does great on college football for ESPN. I think. I think it's a good uh, position for him. Like I said, it'll depend on who the running mate is there and how the pairing works. But I think Joe mm-hmm. Tessitore is a good move. Well, and you, wonder McDon- I, you wonder Sean why you wonder McDonald- why I listen to Jazz
5: in the back.
0: You wonder why I listen to Jazz. Yeah, no, you're right because the- <laughs> Sean McDonough was,
4: was not good. He was just not a he, football he's great guy. College he's a- though,
0: he's a great college broadcaster. I mean, he he, he has a good great college. voice, great voice. I'm, I'm, I'm
4: not a Joe Tessitore fan.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I think you guys overrate him. It's Monday Night Football. It's got to be somebody big. Can they uh, yeah. can they resurrect Alex Karras and get him back in the, on the mic? Wow! Oh.
4: Wow! No, but it should be somebody like the play by play guy. I when, mean, I, I don't know what I don't know why they were such a hurry to get rid of uh, yeah t- Brent and Vern. Right. Yeah. And then
7: and then and like well, those two guys, you know,
4: like you you could try it out. Brent out there. He'd still be great.
7: Right. I mean, let's see, let's see how. I mean, he's got the whole thing going in Vegas, but yeah, I mean, he could come right in there, even in yeah, the seventies, and probably they do want a great nothing job to deal
4: with him. You know, they they, they they cast him aside too right? Old.
7: Yeah. And, and meanwhile,
4: the, everybody loved him. Like the the
3: real sports fan loved Brent. I don't know. You think he got an answer? Um, I liked Brent. I don't know if I loved him. Thought he lost a step or two, but um, I would have taken him over McDonough the last couple of years. I'll say that. How about I, Vern? I, I, Oh, Vern Lundqvist was great. I love Vern Lundqvist. So why he got the boot or whether it was a mutual parting, I'm not sure exactly how that went. I'm saying for Monday Night Football's yeah. big you can't go with Joe Tassator. Right. right, yeah. While we have younger Tassiter. if you're trying to go younger, well who are yeah. younger broadcasters that you would right, you know, exactly. categorize Carl great.
7: That'd yeah. be, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can pull him over from Fox. I mean, yeah. Sunday Night Baseball with ESPN, they they pulled I'm somebody a, from I'm Fo- a big
4: Gus Johnson fan. No,
7: I I definitely agree. that. I mean, it would all depend on how the contract would work out, but yeah. He, no, you got
5: to find a way to compliment him. Who are you going to compliment him with? Right, right. yeah. Because that's the big thing. You can't well, have – Gus Johnson is overpowering. You can't have that overpowering personality with someone who's demure or, him, or just doesn't have – you know what I mean?
7: Like, like you got to have – like because like, him and Joel Klatt, that's a great pairing because yeah. – because Clack gives great analysis and it bounces off of uh, Gus yeah. Johnson's yeah. excitement and stuff. So that's a great. That's a I'm great a big idea. Big Joe Clack
4: fan. Oh, oh yeah, he's great for us. I think he does a great job. Yeah, and
7: he and he's going to be covering the draft for us here on, on Fox Sports Radio. So yeah, that's he gonna, does a great job. Yeah, he, he does an awesome job. He and he knows he knows his stuff, and especially in game, like and I know you're you're big on that, Ant, like in game, he's spectacular well that's he one
3: is. thing that i appreciate too because joel is not you know a major player he was good solid player at colorado didn't do anything in the nfl but he's a great broadcaster too many times you feel like you have to grasp these gigantic names let's go after brett Favre and peyton manning who've never called the game in their lives as opposed to somebody that just does an excellent job at calling games chris yeah. collinsworth was a good player not a hall of famer made a pro bowl or two but he's thought of as one of the best play commentators out there because he's good at his job, not because he well, has. He has
5: a great support staff, that one, helps. And, and and has he's opened up his own company that provides analytics. Mm-hmm. So he has great numbers and great information on all the guys he can take about. And he's he's a thorough uh, study a yeah. gauging Numbers too, by the way. Well, I mean, not not, not no. In, in the stats, yeah, pro football
4: focus PFF.
5: What you don't believe in? it? It's nice. I like it. It's hideous. Hideous? The reason why the, the reason the... I, I wouldn't say hideous, I mean, the reason why I like it is because it gives you access to films and, and to be able to study anywhere you with go. Films? And use it. he's got film, he's got films in Who his, his it, libraries. Dude?
4: Yes, he does. All right, I'm, oh, well, I well, use
5: it for the Pac twelve. Are you tell me, I, 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 dude, I have dude, access,
4: I, dude. Dude, we'll, we'll go into it in a second because okay. I think it's horrible. Oh,
3: but but first, I got to get to Figgy. Figgy. Alright guys, before we get into that debate, no debate that the Cavaliers are in a little bit of trouble after dropping yet another game in their series against the Pacers on Friday night. 92-90 to was the final score as the Pacers now increased their lead in the series to two games to one after overcoming a 17-point deficit. The Wizards trimmed the Raptors' series lead to 2-1 after a 122-103 victory in the nation's capital. 28 points each for Bradley Beal and John Wall. The Milwaukee Bucks getting a 116-92 to victory over the Boston Celtics behind twenty. 20- 23 points from Chris Middleton. Celtics leading that series is now down to two games, or I should say up two games to one. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Stanley Cup playoffs to Flyers with a 4-2 victory over the Penguins. Pittsburgh's lead in that series is now three games to two. Minnesota Wild are now going home after losing to the Winnipeg Jets 5-0 in game five of that series. The Jets move on to the second round. Colorado Avalanche with a 2-1 victory over Nashville. Nashville now leading that series three games to two and in Major League Baseball, the Nationals with a victory over the Dodgers in Los Angeles by the score of 5-2. Red Sox all over the A's in Oakland, 7-3 the final score as they are now 17-2 and 9-1 on the road. Wins for the Padres, Cubs, and Cardinals. Giants send the Angels to their fourth consecutive loss with an 8-1 victory in Anaheim. Fellas? Thank you, Fig.
4: Fellas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% more in contracts Visit guycode.com for a free rate quote. So my beef with the pro football focus, the numerous things. All right. But once they grade, the grades come out that Sunday before the tape, the real All-22 is even available. Because it's based on analytics analytics what are you talking about metrics how, i mean that's what it, look i, I find metrics how how in the world are you grading a game where the tape isn't even out
5: yet because they're because they're going off of numbers, they're not necessarily looking at the tape. Look, I I can understand what you you're talking about. You can't define
4: football by numbers. I agree you don't even with know you. What the play is my called. issue,
5: my issue, and my look, my reward for having for dealing with Pro Football Focus is that if I wanted to be specific, if I said, look, look, let me grade the top five NFL tackles, right tackles on pass plays over twenty five yards, and it it shows me film on that. If I want to be specific, more importantly, and, and in the past, you would have to go through film and find those plays and break them down. That's what I like about it. It allows me to be specific and see the film. Now I know what you're talking about. I don't believe analytics or metrics play infer- a difference in football. It, proven percentages and traditions and stuff like that just it, it, it goes away from the eye test. I get that part. I'm just saying I like the accessibility of it because if I want to be specific with what I want to learn or what I want to study, I can use this format. That's what I like. That's all I'm saying.
4: All right, I right, but go with me here though. Okay, they do a grading system on Sundays, and they grade players. and And I've seen this. Guys leave the locker room, and they're they can't wait to go see what their grade is.
5: Well, that's today's when, athlete.
4: Okay, but wait, how in the world are you grading players when the tape isn't even out yet? I, I get it because I, I know I where the tape comes from. The tape comes right. from NFL films, right? And I know the guy who disseminates the tape. Yeah, and yeah. so, but these guys are grading off a of PFF. They're grading players without the tape. I'm not you saying it is... Even, it, even with tape, it's hard to tell what was called, like what, what where the play was going. Because there's too the many intangibles
5: thing. with all the play. Yes, well, I, I like, agree with you. I agree with you. But again, that's the difference between the analytics and the number side of people who evaluate today's game versus the eye test. See you're old school. Like me,
4: there's a sight no, I'm not test. Old school. I'm, I'm, you I'm want to watch the film? You want not- to watch the film? Okay. Yeah. Because th- the film is, is a true
5: indicator. I I'm not disagreeing with you. Cause I'm not trying to argue with you either on this point, because I think we're talking the same thing. I just know there are people out there who want to study the numbers And want to get into the analytics and the metrics, much like baseball, which is all about numbers. That's what you had the fail scenario at Cleveland with their old general manager. He wanted to break down the numbers, acquire draft choices, never really making a splash in the draft, but just acquire all these picks because eventually we're going to make this great team. Well, you can't do it if you don't ever pick anybody. If you're just acquiring more and more picks, you're not getting anywhere. And, and that's why that that's why it failed. So I agree with you. The analytics really has no place in football other than proving or other than supporting a comment about a quarterback. You can't tell me that a, a, a tackle was a, a, a better right tackle than an all pro guy because simply because he started more games or started more plays
4: and they had a higher output. You can't tell me that's the that's the case. Yeah, I I know. I, I'm I, I'm very passionate on the subject. Uh, and, um, well
5: because because one of our great buddies of the show is Baldy we we study film, we watch film before we make an assessment about a guy we sit there and say let's let's, let's take a look at the film let's see what he does well, well and see what he needs to improve on it's not basing it on numbers or analytics or percentages or anything else because there are far too many intangibles to consider when you talk about a team game in an all 22 aspect
4: yeah and again I'm not saying it's you know, it's, it's foolish or, you know, I'm not ripping it as much as I'm... I just don't understand that part of the grading system. Like, I don't know how you grade a guy by watching it on TV, uh, at least you know, accurately. Pro Football Focus
5: came and made a presentation to the Pac-12 Network collectively in our media days last year in Los Angeles. And and I I, I agree with a lot of the points that you're making because it brought them up and we talked about them during the presentation. Uh, as I said, for me as an analyst... What's critical is that if I wanted to break down a f- specific player or a specific position, having access to film and numbers regarding those, what I, exactly what I'm looking for, rather than having to go through a ton of film, helps me save time and be more concise with my delivery because now I have the information in front of me rather than searching through oodles and noodles of film. You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I, I definitely get it. I get it from your standpoint. Hmm. Anyway. I was on the website. Fo- pro football focus grades every player in every game for every team. Take that for data. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go, you know, just for fun, I'm going to go to the Raiders. And coming up, I'm going to ask you your grade, and then I want to go to the pro football focus grade. And then I want to see who's right.
5: Is <laughs> <laughs> that a trick question? <laughs>
6: We're the ass
4: man. I ain't never gonna say I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're the. Fel- <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, we'll be back in a sec. Don't go anywhere.
1: Progressive's new Home Quote
0: Explorer is changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com.
4: All right, welcome back, fellas. I'll spare you the exercise of Link versus PFF. Because we know how that was going to wind Yeah, up. we already know how that's going to turn out. All right. My money's on Link over the machine so is mine <laughs> uh-huh. All right, anyway uh rams at raiders is your kind of music please thank you i was yeah. sam nfl music for the nfl schedule the d- second part of the double what a great doubleheader monday night jets at detroit and rams at raiders the new look rams with marcus peters and to talib and dominican sue it's just a monster movie it is, it, it, it's most certainly
5: is. And more importantly, you know, the,
4: based off the success the
5: Rams had and what the Raiders hope to, hope to have this season, it's going to be interesting to see if they have any answers on defense. The Raiders do for that potent Rams offense, uh, or, and see if the Rams can repeat. So, um, the Raiders this year have to play the NFC West and the AFC North. So they're going to have their hands cut out for them. And this is a, it's regarded statistically wise, and I hate to throw that out, especially what we talked about as one of the third easiest schedules, but it could be a misnomer. It, it could, it could, if they, if they don't start off strong, they can get themselves in a, in a bad position, but I, I think the Raiders and the Rams is a great way to start off the season.
4: Triple M, you like the double header on Monday night?
7: Uh, I like the second half of it. Jets-Lions doesn't necessarily, like, get me too terrible. No, you like it in theory. Uh, in theory? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it, it gets it, – it, I mean, if I was an East Coast person, especially with the 10 p.m. start, that'd be
0: kind of interesting. But if you're a real football junkie, I don't have a problem with it.
4: How about you, Iowa,
0: Sam? I like – I do like uh, doubleheaders. I, I do like, uh, at the beginning of the year, the doubleheader um, – yeah, just you you want to get your fill of it and you do with the with those games.
4: Would you do it all year long?
0: Uh, man, logistically that's kind of tough. Um I don't know if you could do it all year.
7: It's tough when you have to manage like all those games and like be able to like stagger them to a point, and and like that's what makes the NFL Sunday so great is like I mean technically they run like these doubleheaders like uh, like nationally or like regionally in your market, so be interesting. But yeah, I've I've always kind of liked it, especially when they went back to ESPN. And they started doing this doubleheader. You have the early start time, the seven Eastern, and then the ten Eastern, like for the the East Coast crowd, the West Coast crowd. I mean, the games that they put out is a different story, but in theory, it's a good move.
5: Yeah, I, I think, in my opinion, you you if you do it too much, especially for the East Coast fans, you put a lot of stress on the work week because a 10 p.m. start Eastern is very difficult to stay because now you're talking about one o'clock in the morning, you're not getting to bed, and if you have to go to work the following morning on Tuesday morning, which most people do, it puts a strain on you. Nah, I man, well. <laughs> You're a football junkie, so you're a little bit different, but I'm talking about the average man can't sit up and stay at one o'clock, two o'clock more every morning to watch football every Monday, every Monday night, uh, through Tuesday morning.
7: Well, and, and also the thing about these late start times, most of these, uh, most of these games are with the West Coast teams. There's not like an East Coast team traveling West. But no, you know, no, they, I agree. Yeah, yeah I'm so, just which is about a the smart audience. move. I mean, I think Minnesota was out in San Francisco a couple years ago, which I thought was interesting, with that being the Central Time Zone and then being two hours ahead. So that that I mean, I, I I like that they're just sticking to a West Coast team staying late in that, in that time
4: period. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, week two. Oh, more fast forward. Okay, Lincoln. Mm-hmm. 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 The Thursday yes, night sir. game is Baltimore at Cincinnati. That's gross.
5: No, well, I mean uh... I don't <laughs> like the,
4: su- I, the I don't Sunday like it. night game is the Giants and Cowboys. Right. It's horrid. Why? That's that's tradition too. The Giants suck. We don't know that. They might be pre- they might they be pretty good. They're terrible. They stink. And they're on Sunday night football week two? Gross. And even worse, the Monday night game. Seattle, Chicago? Why are the Bears on back to back national TV?
6: Why
5: Yeah, I
7: didn't even catch that on the schedule, man. That's you, that's you disgusting. In essence, wow. In
5: essence, you have the networks that are putting up a fight for the premier games because look, you got New England and Jacksonville. Okay. You've got, uh, in, during, during Sunday, you've got, uh, Minnesota at Green Bay on Sunday. Uh, what's another one that stands out to me? Kansas City at Pittsburgh. Yeah.
7: Pittsburgh, KC, yeah. You
5: know, I mean, you've got a number of ones, but you have the network putting up a fight for quality games and they want to throw trash at you pretty much for the Thursday night and, and, and uh, and Sunday night games. I don't, I mean, Dude, I don't how about it? this Thursday,
4: like September the 20th? Jets at Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah.
7: I'll probably be the only person watching
4: that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't.
7: I, I mean, depending on who they pick in the draft, I, maybe I won't be watching that.
4: <laughs> I and mean, that's amazing. This, this, no, I,
7: I couldn't believe that when I saw the leak on Thursday. I was like, "Are you serious? Week three? We're week three? We get Thursday oh, night the, football? The Sunday night
4: games are horrific. Baltimore, th- Pittsburgh. Look, I, I know it's a to- great, it's a great uh, rivalry, but Baltimore's right. down.
5: I think you have to go to the latter part of the season where the NFL really flexes its its weight, its its, its if you will, to some of those to try to make you got to give a little in the early part of the season to get something in the latter part of the season. I think.
4: Yeah, I you know these Monday night games are are trash, and even the even the Sunday night wow, first good one Kansas City New England that's like week six. All right, big hour back to the NBA is coming up next on the fellas here on Fox. Welcome, 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 welcome. It is a Fox Game Day Saturday with the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Just go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. You just joined us a heavy NBA playoffs as you can well imagine. Draft. Still got to get the quarterbacks in order. We're trying to figure it out. A lot of late Mason Rudolph love. So we'll touch on a little bit of draft coming up in about a half hour. But the NBA playoffs are upon us. More, bu- Another busy Saturday. A game's beginning in Miami where the thug heat Take on the Sixers. Heat down 2-1. <laughs> Homer. Excuse me? Nothing. I just said, I left with the Heat. I didn't say anything the with the Sixers. Thug we
5: the... Thug Heat. Your, your choice of adjectives. Thug Heat, yeah.
4: Tyler well, uh, Johnson being a mutant? Is that a... Uh, <laughs> Here we go again. The mutant call. <laughs> I don't believe... I it. Listen, let, let me... Let me let me take a quick T.O. And, and try to prove a point here. So let me go to I, Ilo, because the fabulous Ilo is here. We say goodbye to Figgy. We have Ilo, and we love both these men.
2: Yes, hello. I'd like to sign up for Pro Football Focus, please. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. Sorry. Hey. Hey, good morning, Anthony. Sorry, I was just on the phone. No no problem. No problem. Uh, I can get you a discount. I'm sure you can. <laughs>
4: Uh, so Ilo, curious, the so Lincoln just uh, dubbed me a Homer, and uh, that's fine. But um, who would be more Homerist? Let's put this up to test. Ooh. All right. Me calling Tyler Johnson a mutant. <laughs> exactly the my th- reaction, Ilo. Exactly my reaction.
2: You know, I think I just accidentally Thug-age. answered your question.
4: Hold on. The heat, thug heat? Dwayne Wade becoming, well, D-Wade now becoming D-Bag. <laughs> hate the head and hate the face, Kelly Olinick because I can't see Ilo being a fan of the man bun.
2: No, yeah. Ever since Scott, no, you, you hate- po- ever since Scott Pollard of the Sacramento Kings, well, it wasn't really a man bun. Spencer Hawes actually. had Yeah, a he
4: one had one the man one, yeah. bun, Spencer Hawes. I don't know did. what
2: uh, Pollards could be classified as. Back yeah, be, it's, but
4: right. it's right. But anyway, so as I described the Heat and Justice uh, Winslow, and you know how he tried to step on uh, and tried to break Joel Embiid's mask. In truly, a just classless way. Anyway, you know. And by the way, the whole Miami thing, which is completely dead. Did they know the game starts at seven the other night? Because they didn't show up till seven thirty, and then they ended up left at Whoa. nine. <laughs> but anyway, who's more of a homer, me, after that little rant, or John Sterling? Apparently, we have another call. Is that true, Ilo? Ah,
2: uh, we absolutely do. We absolutely do. Oh, wait a minute. I thought it was between you and Lincoln.
4: No, me and John Super Sterling.
2: Okay. I
4: wouldn't make it that easy, me and Lincoln.
2: (laughs) All Right. Well, for comparison's sake, parental guidance is is suggested. We take you to last night and Jam Master John Sterling with a new home run call. Susan swung on and drilled to deep right field. That ball's high. It is far. It is gone.
0: John Carlo non de Medicar.
4: That ball sure traveled far. John Carlo, <laughs> a two-run blast, a Stantonian home run, and the Yankees take a 4-2 lead. All right. Uh your votes please.
2: I've got a phone call out to the FCC to see how many complaints have been uh, registered with them about that. What oh, the f right? was that? Here here's the here's the truly sad part. His broadcast partner, who I love and I think is just awesome, Susan Waldman, in addition to being a groundbreaking baseball analyst and reporter before that on radio and television she is an extremely accomplished singer she used to sing the national anthem yeah at madison square garden
4: yeah you're right you're right
2: and so she a professional accomplished singer has to be sitting next to him and subjected to listening to that
4: yes Poor so she. on the scale of homer scale me is a Sixer homer. Jam Master J is a Yankee homer.
2: Anthony, your vote. I I, I love you, but I got to go with you, I, and I mean it in a complimentary T- way. Ten I nine? Mean, you go no. ten nine? Uh, no, I go. It's I,
4: like a fight. Ten eight?
2: No, I go. Yeah, yeah. I go more ten eight or seventeen to two, because. With, with Sterling doing that, it's not necessarily because it's a Homer sort of thing. It's just annoying. You, on the other hand, are a loyal and entertaining Homer because not only are you a Homer, but you come up with these great derisive Nicknames. I mean, who calls anybody a mutant anymore? That that's good stuff, man. I well, say it in a complimentary
4: that. way. Well, you know, if you take a look at Tyler Johnson, it's it's not that difficult. All right. to come
2: well, your what I'm saying is your homerism is more endearing than annoying. All right. At least well, at least you. to me. Don't know what Yay. you all think. Don't know what the all rest right. of you think. All
4: right. Uh, let me uh, let me go to Lincoln. Lincoln, how do you how do you vote? Score uh, a fight? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell it's it's.
5: It's not even close. You, you take the, you take the cake. With Me you know, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. pride myself on being not a homer. Well, it's okay. No, no, here's the thing. Here's the great thing. And it's nothing to be ashamed of in any capacity because it's a great time for Philadelphia. I mean, it just, no, 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 through I just through and no, through. You should be proud. It's a wonderful city and, and you guys have been in the dark for right. quite some time. So from the Super Bowl to the NC2A championship and now this, it's a great time to be a Philadelphian. I have no problem with it.
4: Yeah, I am not trying to be a I don't want to be a Homer.
5: Well, no, it, it, you don't you I don't really do it. Don't. You don't you don't do it unanimously throughout your uh your 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 broadcast and stuff like that, especially not with me. But you can definitely see from all the the descriptions that you have with uh with uh <laughs> talking about the heat, you can you can see the little homerism coming out of you, if you know what I mean. Really?
4: More, just a little. More, let just me more. go to
0: Iowa. Let me go to with Sam. Iowa, Sam, score the fight, please. Uh, well, you know, I I wasn't that offended by uh, John Sterling's singing. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I'm someone who's what spent, I sang throughout <laughs> high school. I was in show choir, and he's got a nice, uh velvety kind of uh, false, uh, you know, uh, falsetto or not falsetto. Uh, what am I thinking of? The tremolo or whatever. So he's not too bad. And- velvety. Vel- yeah, he's velvety. <laughs> That's a really interesting.
7: You sure way you mean velvety? You sure yeah.
2: you're describing his voice as velvety <laughs> and not velveta? Right? <laughs> well, both are nice and
0: cheesy. There you go. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, I well played. Well yeah, played. Right? Yeah, John Sterling definitely not lacking on the cheese. Neither is Velveta. But um, no, I mean, listen, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you get on this show, and I think that your your main um, your main objective is that like I get to be like a Philly guy on a national landscape. So I think that you really hold that true. And, you know, John Sterling...
4: No, no, no. I don't want to be a Philly guy. I want to be a national guy on a national landscape. Oh. And I, 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 and I, I, think only I thought bring I misheard you. Every, every, every way, every time I bring it up... If you've noticed, the only time I've ever really brought it up is when they're newsworthy.
0: Yeah, not saying like... Or that, or yeah. I
4: break balls. One or the other. Like, I love to... Uh, I, like. You know, to tease certain people at the network
0: who like the Cowboys. I, I have listened to hosts who will take their hometown team that they love and they will try to weave it into a storyline when they are irrelevant. And I don't think you do that. So I never do Yeah. No, you don't. No, I also
4: would never sing during a broadcast.
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong with singing. I w- We're I here to entertain, that. aren't we? I, well, I, I wouldn't. I Those two things through. are not necessarily Ilo, mutually exclusive. Susan Waldman's beautiful voice, I'm sure, doesn't compare no, no, to geez. John Sterling's, but he's not, he doesn't have a terrible voice. He doesn't sound like
2: you Carrot just, Top
0: trying to sing out there or somebody. You just don't, don't
2: expect it during a baseball broadcast is what right, I'm you, saying. Well,
0: exa- exactly, love you, you You're not going to sing.
4: Like, you know, if, if it was an NBA broadcast, I'm not going to sing.
2: I can't see Vince Scully busting out show tunes in the middle of one of his broadcasts back in the day but that's not his style isn't it good yes and he's the greatest broadcaster of all time (laughs) i rest my case yeah i'm not velvety
4: i'm not going to hit it i'm not going to sing it
6: hey marco
4: marco Marco, abelinelli hey marco what Marco, the hell? Now LeGgo go go Joe. go go for party. Who is Anthony? The ball to Marco for like the three. It. Hey Marco. <laughs> Marco Abellenelli. <laughs> hey Marco. What are you doing? Marco Abellenelli go go. You, you don't think I don't go, have go, ears, go, during adoria. the week? I got a lot of downtime, man. The ball to Marco for like the three. Hey
7: Marco. <laughs> 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 Cut this gem lie, on your lie, local show. Yeah. yeah. I never did it on my local show. Are you outside my shower? I must have caught it there. Maybe I got some creepy people sneaking up on you, man. I don't know. Oh,
2: my God. I'd still rather listen to that than Sterling. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, if singing, I don't know, <laughs> know what it is, Anthony. Anthony, are you going to put out an album? Or are you going to lead with Fly Eagles Fly? Oh and Will this be track number three?
7: Yeah, so we got Fly Eagles Fly, we got that, and then we got the Sixer song.
4: <laughs> I only play that Sixer song because Lincoln likes it. A Li- <laughs> <laughs> I only play the Sixers song because it's a great way to break Link's balls. Like, they, like <laughs> every time we play it, I think Lincoln likes it the, less. No, it's the greatest, right? Because, like, I, I, I know, I, I know, it's coming. Right? There it is, and I can just see Lincoln's face, like. I imagine Lincoln's face as an emoji. And right now he's doing the roll of eyes. And right now he's doing the poop emoji. Oh gosh. I think he just wants to take Everybody. his headphones. And, I think he wants to take Fulfill his headphones off and Delphia. throw them across
5: the room. I've already right? done that three times. There you go. Poop fest.
4: Everybody. Fulfill Richard Sherman letting you know.
7: Letting you know what he wants. He yeah, thinks he,
0: about that song. You don't sing on the air my left foot. This is bringing back memories now. This is just last week. It's for Lincoln.
4: I only serenade Lincoln.
0: Then you're serenading all of us.
4: Team of the year. Sing it, Link. One, One two, three, four, five, sixers. Sing it, Link. Ten, 9, no. 8, 76 No! Come on, I <laughs> We're the fellas. Fox Sports 10, 9, Radio. 8, 76ers.
5: Yeah, exactly. My feeling, exactly.
2: <laughs>
5: Back in a second. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Hey, we are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a theory for those who know me. I often go by the words, uh, if you're not laughing, you're not living. Uh, if you're just now joining us, you missed a, a, a wonderfully, wonderful, beautifully scripted segment last uh, segment. And, and as far as levity goes, it, it's right up there in the stratosphere for me because I needed a, a, an, an entire break to uh to, to to recoup and get myself back together. But if we can, I'm a person who likes to appreciate the classics. This will forever be ingrained as one of the classics. Uh Iowa Sam, can you play a Bellinelli uh piece again for me? From our guy Anthony Gargano? Oh, no!
4: Hey well, Marco Marco Abellinelli hey, Oh Marco. yeah, there you go Marco a Bellinelli Go, uh, hey, go, hey. go, go Adario Then get the ball to Marco for the free
6: Hey, hey I Marco. love it
4: Marco uh-huh. a Bellinelli Hey, Marco Marco Abellinelli. Oh, go, go, true classic. Go, go Adario. open get the ball to Marco for the three. There we go.
5: Well, oh, that's beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you, you, I tell you what, I'm just seeing Fiddler on the roof and just, hey, going with it hand in hand. I love it. Beautiful, beautiful.
4: Quite genius, cuz. Oh, that's beautiful. was beautiful. How do I even uh, speak now? I can't even speak. It, it, that said, Everything. I've been I've been shamed and no and no 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 shame. Sounds no sh- great, don't you Anthony. True. That's what you, uh, I said. You embarrassed. Great. Awesome. Millions of people were just embarrassed. No, no. Neighbor. Are you kidding me? Not thanks, slice. friends. First of all, what happens if somebody showers should be, you know, public. No. <laughs> Well, that's today. Everybody's taking you know, pictures of themselves in the bathroom. You know, just triple you know. M. I blame that one time I was over. Hey, I'm not going to reveal uh, my my mole in trying to figure out how to obtain. I didn't that. even realize I was singing. I was there, you, I was over yeah. your house to crash because I had that that. <laughs> I had that deal with the screenplay, and I'm trying to <laughs> pitch it. And I was meeting with an agent. No, no it was distracting, man. And like, I didn't yeah, even know, I, I was singing. I couldn't. I that, couldn't was help it. that was beautiful.
0: Mike slid a microphone underneath the uh, underneath the door yeah, and picked that uncool, up. Man. I am a sneaky
5: person. Yep, it's a beautiful it's thing. Uncool, Embrace man. that, cuz that talent yeah. is rare. Yeah, you don't see that passion that yeah. often. It's actually
7: kind of catchy. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, kind of catchy. So <laughs>
5: that's right. that's, it. that's into the creative creatives of the cuz I love it. Yeah. Um,
4: let's talk Portland, all right? Okay. It's It's funny. I asked uh I asked Triple M, I go, "How do we do in our series picks?" <laughs> and he said all of us picked Portland.
7: Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, especially none for of me. Us,
4: right. None of us saw New Orleans. What I am still shocked that Portland that Portland's down to 0. No, I know. It's has, a wrap. Hasn't won a rap. series?
5: Yeah, it's, it's, it is a wrap. We talked about it last week. I, I think it, I think I had mentioned where I think Anthony Davis is, is playing the MVP caliber, um, has taken over this team, uh, and, and it's a different look. But the one who, who you talk about unsung heroes, if you will, I don't know if Holiday is getting enough due because he's turned up his
4: game as well. He's playing great basketball, great defense. Yeah. How about Miritich? Oh well, <laughs> Miritich. <laughs> without
5: the beard, he is lights out. <laughs> the beard, he looks quite frightening. But without the beard, he is lights out. This whole this whole Pelican team has been uh, has been something that's uh, that's been impressive. I guess if if you look at the disappointment, whereas whereas the Blazers, you know, the court. Uh, why haven't they been able to show up now for two series, two years in a row? It seems they're on their way of being swept out. They were swept out
4: last year as well. First I round. know. I know. Amazing, amazing that here this Portland team with Lillard and McCollum and they just can't win. No. So uh, 5 o'clock tonight, uh, Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific, Portland Pelicans. It looks like a Pelicans sweep, sweep. Uh, and then that's followed by Minnesota and Houston Rockets. Uh, you give you give Minnesota any chance? Down two zero after a the
5: blowout? They just don't have enough. They're not there yet. They don't have enough. They can't keep pace with the Rockets. It's it, it was it's a foregone conclusion. This is a true one
4: versus eight series. This is the way it should
5: go. It's going to be sweep city.
4: Yeah, I I think you're right. And, and of course the. And we'll we'll give you picks coming up on the games, but the uh the Thunder and Jazz is an amazing series tied one one curious to see how this one plays out. I think it goes back and forth or seven, yeah, I do too, I just
5: think that you'll have you'll have one particular team that get a hot and all the games are gonna be competitive. I don't really see anybody getting blown out either on home quarter or on the road um this is a series that to me that you look at it as a whole, it's gonna go seven,
4: yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, we uh, interesting. Uh, let me ask you, Triple M. We actually have a caller because I didn't even give out the number.
7: No, uh, it actually called the uh, the hotline. I don't know how he got the hotline number, but he, uh, we got a caller here who's an honorary fella, uh, Fred in North Carolina. Actually, oh,
8: Freddie, what... formerly a Fred from Denver. What do you say, my good man? How are we doing this morning, Cuz?
4: Hello, Freddie. How are you?
8: I'm good because I had to call him to defend my friend, the cuz, and his singing prowess. Do not let them keep you down, cuz. If you want to sing out, sing out. If you want to be free, be free. Oh, he did.
5: He did, and he is. (laughs) That is beautiful.
8: It brings (laughs) a tear to my eye, a song (laughs) to my heart. And cuz will appreciate this. It sounded as if it came from the Victor Cafe in South Philadelphia.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The Victor Cafe that Fred talks about is a place with singing waiters. The waiters sing as they deliver your food. Yes. Beautifully, it, too, mind you.
8: It went fantastically. In fact, after the the Super Bowl parade, because that's where I went for dinner, because God bless. Oh, you did? That's awesome, Freddie Boy, oh, Absolutely. And, Very and the cool. The thing was, because there were so many people in there, and, and uh, if anybody knows, too, it's also the restaurant that they filmed, Rocky Balboa and Apollo, Um, or Creed in. So there were people there, and people were just so euphoric, yet the singing, it brought everybody to quiet. In fact, one guy walked in, he goes, I didn't even know what this was.
9: This place is beautiful. We win a Super Bowl, and I hear beautiful singing. This is incredible. And he walked (laughs) (laughs)
4: out. That is a classic, Freddie.
8: But as an honorary fella, I had to call and defend my friend. When you are singing such beauty, the Bell and Nell, the A.O., I, I, I got to defend you. You know that.
4: Thanks, brother. I, I appreciate I did not – this was not for uh, public consumption. I had my – let it let it out, Cuz. Let it out. No, don't you know, encourage him. No, I don't want. Listen, I know. I'm not trying to. I got. I, I, Freddie, I, we I, like the
5: call, man. Thank you. No, no, no. We're not. Thank no, you, no we, Freddie. We, I love you, we, Freddie. We, we uh, we're we're laughing with I'm, you because it is a beautiful thing. I, no, I think all of us fellows would agree. We want to hear it over and over no, again.
4: No, I. Know we don't. No, we, yes, we don't. Do. I, I, I I'd much rather privacy, hear that. I had my I had my privacy. Bes- uh, uh, what's the word? I would much rather ha- have hear that seventy sixer,
5: seventy sixer song. I would much rather yeah, hear that flustered. over and over again. I-, I love it. I love it. It's it's beautiful. I'm gonna. I'm I was I'm violated. Gonna play it over and thank you. I was saying, I'm gonna record that little snippet out of our podcast and just have fun with it. Oh yeah.
4: Oh no. Oh no. I curse you, Triple no. M. I curse you
7: one supporter of it man i think i i no, figured I that would make it you feel li- i figured you would make it make you feel a little bit more comfortable about it i was like hey mm-hmm. i mean it was a little bit invasive on my part like, but i couldn't help myself man. it
0: was so good i couldn't help myself shouldn't have stayed I at thought Mike's thought house shouldn't have stayed i'm not there. the next time I'm staying at i was sam's joint As, and i will not put a microphone in your bathroom all right Promise Thank you, not.
4: bro. Be careful, guys. Be careful. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I was saying I I can't. I got violated. I feel horrible. I think they but should you, make a
5: Seinfeld I, episode out of
4: this. Yeah. I, I think I need to go to... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I need to go to ILO. Who is Marco and then Bellialli? go And why and is this then man saying <laughs>
2: it... actually you know, uh, Lincoln, I can I can wait if you guys want to just keep uh, fo- following up on this for another thirty seconds or What's so. The I don't mind. with
5: microphones in
0: bathrooms. There it
5: is.
4: <laughs> um
2: ILO, please take it away. <laughs> I'm begging you. Uh glad to do it. Glad to come to the rescue. Speaking of needing a rescue, huh? Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James facing a two games to one deficit in the first round of the playoffs for the first time in his career as the Cavs blew a 17 point lead in a ninety-two to ninety loss to the Indiana Pacers, but after the defeat, James refused to play the blame game. What
4: are you guys looking for? You guys think I'm gonna throw my teammates under the bus. No, I'm I'm not about that. Guys just gotta play better, including myself. I had six turnovers a night. I was horrible in the third quarter, couldn't make a shot. You know, if I'm making some better plays in the third quarter, then the lead don't slip.
2: Elsewhere, the Milwaukee Bucks hit a franchise playoff record 16 three-pointers at a 24-point win over the Celtics. Boston still leads the series two games to one. John Wall and Bradley Beal had 28 points apiece in Washington's 19-point win over Toronto. The Raptors still lead that series two games to one. Baseball Friday night, the Washington Nationals defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers 5-2. Max Scherzer getting the win over Clayton Kershaw. Finally... Earlier Friday, the Blue Jays bested the Yankees 8-5, but Giancarlo Stanton broke a streak of 50 at-bats without a home run. Do we dare? Yes, we do. Swung on and drilled to deep right field. That ball's high. It is far. It is gone.
0: Giancarlo. Non de medicar.
4: That ball should travel far. Giancarlo.
0: A two-run blast, a Stantonian home run, and the Yankees
9: take a 4-2 lead. Jam oh.
2: master, John Sterling the call on WFAN. He and Anthony will be mine. opening up August 23rd, starting <laughs> in Atlantic City. At Ma- <laughs> in Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, my Lord, that's horrible. Thank you. Ila. Right, appreciate it. We're the fellas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. Uh, A little draft time, please, shall we? And then we'll end with LeBron and the picks. How's that sound, Lincoln? LeBron. All right. So uh, let us go through... The first round, Lincoln, and and kind of what you like, who you like, the whole thing. So if, if I was to give you round one, Cleveland, of course, on the clock. Cleveland, if you were picking for Cleveland, you would take?
5: Uh, I would take Saquon Barkley with the number one pick. Yeah,
4: baby, I would agree. I would agree. I'm taking Saquon as well. You're the Giants. Giants are on the clock. Who are you taking? Giants will go with Sam Darnold. I would concur again. I think you got to do it. Now that comes to the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets will go with Baker Mayfield. And they should. Now the Browns back on the clock. will get their quarterback, and his name is Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I might go Rosen. You go Rosen. There. I,
5: don't know. I keep wouldn't going be a bad wouldn't be a bad pick. I think that I, I think that their past demons would haunt them in that position. They would want to take a big quarterback like the one they let get away in the ginger Jesus of Carson Wentz. Take a similar quarterback and go Josh Allen.
7: Yeah, I, I'm guys, I, I think Allen's Who do you go. want? You want Allen or Rosen? Um just based off of what I know, from from like a pure perspective of him being as a polished passer, I'd rather have Rosen because he's more of a finished product. But knowing what I know about the Browns, they're gonna go with Allen in that situation. And guys, I think Allen's going number one and I don't like it. I hate it. You if they come
4: with number one. I have
7: heard a lot of rumblings in the last not week. How in the world can they not take no, Saquon Barkley? No no no, 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 no. if 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 that's if if they like Josh Allen, they could get him at four. So, so if you like Josh Allen, why not take Saquon Barkley first overall? In my opinion, they should take Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold, if you're if you're that concerned about a quarterback, I think Darnold's I, I think Darnold's better than Josh Allen. And from some people that I've heard from and I've talked to Josh Allen's a less finished product than what Deshaun Kaiser was last year. And you saw what Deshaun Kaiser did with T. Yeah. Jackson. It's like why would you go that route? But every everything that I've heard and maybe this is a gigantic smoke screen, I've heard that they like Allen and they're going to probably go with him number 1 and I don't want to see it and I'd be really pissed off at it if it happened.
5: You know what? You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> don't don't think of it as a far stretch cuz we won't we'll talk about it obviously the next time we're on is after it happens. I could honestly see the Cleveland Browns picking two quarterbacks with their first It's been tossed
7: around. It's been tossed around. And then,
5: and then, and then jostling the trade value of how bad do you want them to build picks for future drafts. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of
7: people seem to be pointing to that. I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept, but in theory, I, I you, think you, I, you're not going to have two top five picks no. ever again. But yeah, I, I get, I get the idea of like, Hey, if some team's so desperate yeah, for no, a quarterback, uh, yeah, it yeah, may, yeah. it makes sense in that sense, right?
5: But, but, but in my, in my mind, I think that, that, that thought is, is totally overthinking this process, if you will. You, you, you it, it should not be that complicated. If there's not a quarterback that you're totally in love with, I mean, heads over heels in love with. You go with the best player available in the draft, and you see what falls in your lap. Right. Yeah, because because there's not going to be too many people that are going to jump in front of you, and and, and if they do, you're not going to. It's not going to take every quarterback off the board. I agree completely.
7: I mean, it's it's been so hard for me to figure this out ever since the combine because initially you get prisoner of the moment you're like, okay, Saquon Barkley's clearly the best guy in the class. He has to go number one. Then Sam Darnold has the crazy workout in the raid. It's like okay, and the Jets make the trade. And now the and now the Browns almost have to take a quarterback. But now you, I, I've been hearing all these rumblings about Allen for like the last two, three weeks that he may go number one, and they really, really like him. I was like, okay. So, but if you can't separate, and a lot of teams seem to think that Josh Allen may be like the third or fourth guy, you can get him at four and still get Saquon Barkley. That's what I don't understand. is like. If you really like Josh Allen, I don't think anybody's going to be clamoring to move up to get him if you don't take him at one.
4: Yeah, that's a great point. i tell you what. Give, give uh, Baldy a shout. Let's get five minutes. Tell him we've got five minutes. Let's see what he takes. I think that's an interesting question. He's available right now. Give Baldy a shout. Baldy, of course, has been in the film room. He just got out of hot yoga. You like hot yoga, uh, Link? I haven't tried it. It's on my to do list. I got to do that too. It's supposed to be a great workout. Yeah, I did it I, once, I and I died for ninety <laughs> minute hot yoga. I couldn't. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" But not to sound creepy, but it was great <laughs> from that standpoint. The class, I mean. The members in the class. I bet.
5: I know where you're going with it. You don't have to no, spell it I out. Know, I know, I know, I can, I can see behind the curtain.
4: <laughs> <laughs> can you? Oh yeah, can. oh, yeah. I love this whole concept about, like, to me, you got to go Barkley. You got to go Barkley. Did you, do we have Baldy? i get triple M's trying to track him down now. Yeah. I, I, I would, all right, we got him. Let's get him right up because we only have a few minutes. Fresh from a hot yoga class. How's the count in that class, Baldy? Uh,
9: let's see, Link. It's a good. It's a good uh, ratio. It's about uh, twenty girls to about three guys.
5: Oh, was, love, uh, those love those odds!
4: Love those odds! That's impressive. There he
5: good is, good the jewel. white good buffalo. Good
9: this uh,
4: <laughs> I love it. Uh, we're having an argument now. You're Cleveland. What do you yeah. do at one? And do you take two quarterbacks? Do you take the quarterback you like or you take Saquon? What do you do, Baldy?
9: Well, if there's a quarterback that you absolutely love, that you're convinced can be, you know, the next Carson Wentz, can be, you know, the next Marcus Mariota, whatever you believe to be a franchise. If you believe that guy is in the draft, then you have to take him. Because then you 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 build around. There's a lot of really good running backs in this draft. Saquon is, I think he's a tad better than everybody else. But I would, if you believe that one of the quarterbacks is that guy, then you have to take him.
4: Did you? What? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you wanted me to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so question then: If you, what do you? How would you rank the? ball the ranking the quarterbacks. Because we're having some trouble between Rosen and Allen. Because we think, you know, I mean, you love Baker Mayfield, so you have him one, right?
9: Yeah, I like Baker the best. I think I can, you know, I mean, like this time of the year, you can find flaws in every one of these guys, everyone, right? So, but you could have found flaws in Carson Wentz too. I mean, you know, he broke his wrist. He, he seemed like he was could protect himself out of danger. I mean, you could have said a lot of things about Carson. Gotham. I mean you can always find holes. I found holes in you know, in Cam Newton. I mean there's there's always a hole. So you have to you have to have a feeling of projection to the next level. It's a different game. You've gotta allow room for growth and coaching and development. And which of those guys are gonna take the next step? I mean, Sam Darnold, can you can you improve his ball security and tighten up his motion? Can Josh Rosen truly lead? Does he truly love the game? Can he stay healthy? Jo- you know, Josh Allen, can you improve his mechanics? Can he throw with anticipation, which he doesn't do now? Um, can he improve his accuracy with those two other attributes? I mean, you, you know, is- Baker Mayfield's not going to get any taller, but he does have uncanny accuracy. Um, he does have great movement. He is mechanically very sound. So, you know, Mason Rudolph, Lamar Jackson, you go through them all. But there's got to be a level of projection that you've got to give them a year or two to develop and grow and which one is going to make that next step. To me, Baker is the best finished product, but maybe Josh Allen is going to be the best player if he can make that jump.
4: How about, uh, just curious, what do you think of um, uh, with Mason Rudolph? Because there's some, peep, some talk that the Bills... May go Mason Rudolph at 12.
9: Well, you know, and I, I do the Big 12 on Saturdays, and so I've done a lot of Oklahoma State games over the last three years, and Mason Rudolph has lined up for every one of those games over the last three years, 40 straight games. He is uh, He's out of Rock Hill, South Carolina, wasn't a huge recruit, came in there, beat out a bunch of pretty good players, and held down the job. He is a big, sturdy guy, you know, Physically, he reminds you of uh, Philip Rivers.
5: Um,
9: he, he has more mobility than Philip Rivers, as strong as Phillip. Um, he's got a good arm. He's got a good head for the game. There's, there's very little not to like outside of the system that he plays in that people have a real problem with, and other quarterbacks coming out of that system have not really performed real well. But he, he's got everything that you're looking for, including the leadership quality.
4: My right, last thing, Baldy. You're give it. Give us two Baldy sleepers right now for the draft. Two Baldy sleepers.
9: Well, all right. I'll give you a couple sleepers. Um, how about Justin Jones, defensive tackle out of North Carolina State? Um, this kid is six one. I'll sound like Mike Mayock here. Yeah, yeah. Six one and a half. Three hundred fifteen pounds, ten and a quarter inch hands. Um, he's a boomer bust guy. When you watch his highlight tape, you go. He reminds you. I mean, I'm 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 extending this a little bit. He reminds you of kind of like a Warren Sapp with wow. his body control, his athletic ability, but he doesn't always push it. He should make a lot more plays than he does. But he is an interesting prospect. I'll say that. And then uh, let's see. How about uh, Jesse James, a safety out of uh, Wake Forest, who has—he's got—he's a very intelligent guy, 6'1", 200 pounds, runs really well. Had a lot of production at Wake Forest, been injury-free, no red flags. Um, I think this is a pretty good draft for safeties, including both of them from Alabama, uh, Ronnie Harrison and Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, they may be elite players, but. Pretty good draft for safeties. You can find them all the way into the fourth round. I love it. Baldy, great stuff as always, my brother. We'll see you draft
4: day, right, baby. There's the great Baldy, fresh from hot yoga. We'll come back. NBA picks. You don't want to miss them. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Time for NBA picks. Marco Bellinelli.
5: Oh, my bad. Okay. My uh,
4: bad. Uh, Triple M, what were we last week? Uh, you, Link, and Sam
7: were all five and three. I was three and five because I was too loyal to my Cleveland Cavaliers.
4: All right. Well, we guarantee another winning week for you right now. There you go. All right. Heat, Sixers, Sixers, three. Give me the Sixers all day long, Lincoln. Lock. I would hardly
5: disagree with that with Embiid. Um, they're just going to, in spite of the bulliness, I think Sixers take this one. Triple Play M.
7: Uh,
4: this is going to be a wipeout. Sixers, blow them out. All right. Uh, I was saying. Sixers, lay it. All right. Pelican 7 over the Blazers. Give me New Orleans. The three games teach you everything. Lincoln. I just, I just cannot see Portland
5: getting swept again, but it's hard to disagree with your point. I, I uh, let me just show some faith in the underdog. Let me—I I think Pelicans win, but I think Blazers keep it closer. So give me Blazers with the points. All right, Triple M.
7: Oh, this is a wrap. This is over with. Pelicans are going to blow them out again. Lillard said, "Lillard's done." Yeah.
5: All
4: right. Lay it with the Pelicans. All right, that's three Pelicans, one Trailblazer. All right, Rockets, T Wolves. Houston five and a half against Minnesota. I'll lay that as well. Give me the Rockets. Uh Lincoln. poor
5: Wolves. You know, after after a great season getting back into playoffs, they are a team that's probably a year away from really making a move or making an impact in the West. Uh so I I, I think the Brooms come out. Sweep, sweep, lay it. Sweep, sweep. Triple M.
7: Yeah, lay it. This
4: is probably gonna be a sweep. Sweep, sweep. Right. Rockets lay it. Here it is, unanimous, unanimous sweep. Now, Jazz and Thunder, great game. Utah, four and a half. I'm going to take the Thunder plus the four and a half and keep it close, Lincoln. I'm going to go Jazz. I think Donovan
5: Mitchell has another big game. Thunder still have problems putting together. I like the Jazz here. Like All right. It. M. Uh, I'm with
7: Lincoln. Give me Utah here. Semi.
0: I'm going to go Thunder outright.
4: Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, tomorrow, Milwaukee and the Celtics. Milwaukee's five. Give me Boston outright. Ooh. Lincoln.
5: Boston wins it. Give me Boston.
4: Whoa, two
5: outrights. Yeah, yeah. Triple M. Make it three. Celtics outright
4: in this one. Oh, my Lord. Never before has that happened. Can we get unanimous? No. Celtics with the pints. So, all right. Well, that's unanimous. All right. Spurs, Warriors. Warriors, six and a half. I'll give me Golden State, Lincoln. Lay it. Bring out another broom. Sweep, sweep. M. Sweep, sweep. Warriors win. All right, Jimmy. Sweep, sweep. Warriors win. All right. Toronto, one and a half at Washington. Gave me the Raptors. Lock. Lincoln.
5: I'm going with the Wizards. I think they get resilient, so I'm, I'm taking Washington at home. All right, M.
7: Give me the Wizards. I think they tied up. All right! Wow! All right, Sam. I also like the Wizards in this
0: game.
4: i oh, the only Raptor man. Cavaliers, Pacers. Give me the Pacers. Up three-one. Take that, Bron Link. <laughs> Bron's
5: going to show off this time. He's going to be ultra selfish. Go for forty. Another triple double. Cleveland's in.
7: M.
4: Um, Got to take the Cavs. I believe. Sam. Cavs. I know. I know you were taking the Cavs, M. See ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great, great day. We'll see ya.